24. Lots to get to today. From go straight to pet jail to a brand new type of liquor is released and why everybody's watching darts today. Plus your calls, dispatches, emails, texts, and more. Hey there, Sabrina. Happy hump day. Hello, Sheila. What's happening? And hello to you. You can join us on the show today. As always, send us a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com. Hit record on your first dispatch right now. You can also watch the show on YouTube and twitch.tv slash thenewsjunkie. Your message is rolling right into the studio in real time. How's everybody doing on a Wednesday? Ready to party. I'm all right. Always he is. Always. He's all right. Well, you know what? You're all right until you get to this time when you got to take Jackson over at 8 o'clock oh, to boy. be uh, watched for the day. That's tick, tick, ticking away, uh, man. No, there's, a, there's another thing that's going on that, um, oh, no. that, I, that I forgot to tell you guys about yesterday, but oh, it, it really, tell. really came to a head today. Or, or, what's happening? Or, or more accurately, this morning. So you know how I've been bragging about that really expensive, fancy pants um, bassinet that we got yeah. the kid in? Like yeah. when he starts crying more, it, it shakes and is louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Helps him sleep. It, it like uh, it's it, it calls it soothing, not shaking, for obvious reasons. <laughs> right, I'm a parent. <laughs> but um, it, it says uh, you know that it, it listens for the crying, and when crying intensifies, the soothing intensifies. Uh-huh. Now. Um, at the very most intense, it does look a little scary because you're like, wait, 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 is Jackson, is Jackson like rocking around in the thing? Sometimes, right? And so, but the thing is, it's not as smart as you would, as they would have you think. It doesn't listen for crying. It listens for volume. And guess mm-hmm. where the volume is coming from? Your giant TV. My, nope, my <laughs> snoring. Oh, so, no. oh, no. What are you doing to him? So you're waking <laughs> so, up the baby. So now, and also, ever since, ever since, um, uh, when she gave birth, my wife's whole thing where she slept through anything is no longer. So she's waking up to my snoring. She's hearing the, uh, the, 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 the soothing intensify. So she's like, you are shaking our baby with your loud ass <laughs> snoring. And this morning I got kicked out of bed. Wow, oh, no. that's a first. Oh, I, got, I, the, I, I haven't been sent to the couch since, I don't know. Ever? You guys have met her, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to get the room upstairs at my place ready? Or are you going to get evicted completely for this? No, no, but I, I'm uh, sending a text message during our first uh, break to a friend of ours who will enroll me in a sleep study and uh, oh, wow. hopefully oh. give me a little CPAP action. Oh, God gosh. almighty. Are you ready for CPAP action? Isn't that a whole thing, or have they simplified that machine? They've simplified it a lot, and from what I've heard, I think I'm going to love it. Like, I think I, I, after I finally, like, do it, I'm going to be like, oh, this is the best sleep I've ever had. It doesn't sound like you're dying. Right. Oh, the sweet mercy of air. I'm breathing the whole time and not just taking breaks from breathing. Oh. Man, my so. God. Oh, somebody said, uh, Dave over on YouTube says, Sealand got sleep divorced. That's right. All day yuckers. That's <laughs> what it's come to. <laughs> uh, let's put our ears on the ground, our fingers yeah. on the poles. Let's see what's happened in this great big wide world of ours. And we go to a kid. He's 13 years old. And I can't believe this. Maybe Sealand would know more about this. But they said this kid, this 13 year old, is as of this week the first person to ever beat Tetris? Like no one had I mean, ever beat. beat Tetris before this. Yeah, right. And 
I, I thought that sounded crazy too, but that's what this says. It says a 13 year old streamer, his name is Blue Scuddy, became the first ever human to beat the classic game of Tetris on NES. Blue Scooty broke three world records in total, including the monumental accomplishment of beating the game during a semifinal match for the 2023 Classic Tetris World Championship. And on Tuesday, he streamed this on his YouTube channel. The game is 34 years old. And I don't know, can this kid channel this into making some money, or is he just picking up loser skills here? Because I don't, I, I, I don't know that you can make a whole lot of money off Tetris. You can do, like, if, if he can prove to people that he can continuously beat it, Mm-hmm. Then he can make appearances at places. What's his stupid username? Uh, his username is Blue Scuddy S C U T I. Here Sounds he is like a winning. Sex move. All right, he's got the pieces coming down. He's Tetrising it up. He go- it's going so fast. I would never be able to do this. Like the the blocks are just flying down. I don't understand and he's how still no one's able to win. This. Me either. There it goes. <gasps> oh my god. <gasps> He's okay. freaking out. <laughs> okay. Yes! Oh my God. You know what he's not going to get out of this? <laughs> what? Fuel on boobs. Yeah, he's probably not going to. Okay, that but, was just level 18. I, I'm very confused about the Tetris world, and we need some input here because... Well, it said 98 a second ago. And oh, then, it was 98? But then yeah, you're right. It went to 18, and why? Well, how, did, how did he know? even know that he beat it? I think he like maxed it out because the top score says nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. But it said that for a while. Yeah, and and uh, this just kind of broke it. And breaking it is you beating the game, and then you freak out. And he has like a, a he was. Did you see he was wearing a Tetris glove? He had like a glove that he specially uses. You know to what play. else he uses that for? <laughs> Probably nothing. Oh man, I look good for him though. I mean, that seems like a hell of a feat if nobody has done this in all of the thirty something years, thirty four years. What does he get now? Nothing. <laughs> he would make He did this for a semifinal match for the classic Tetris World Championship. I don't know what the prize for that is. I honestly thought that, that game was programmed just never to end. Like it just was supposed to get the blocks were supposed to drop so fast on you that you were unable to comprehend them, and then you you perish. It says right after making a great save, he gets to the game Tetris is a frozen screen. Signaling victory and ecstatically says, Oh my God, while yanking off his gloves. He said, My hands feel tingly. I can't feel my hands. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Embraced victory. Yeah. And there you go, <laughs> so, man. Yeah. So, to answer your question, if you do to monetize this skill in quotes, per- perhaps. He, he could make appearances at, like, video game conventions and stuff, and they're like, mm-hmm. well, let's watch the Tetris beater beat the Tetris! Because there's, <laughs> there's, there's dudes that, like, show up to places and they'll get on stage and, like, beat Super Mario World, or whatever, Super Mario Brothers, the Nintendo one. They'll, yeah. beat, they'll beat it blindfolded. Oh, it's like the guy Sabrina knew. The guy that Sabrina knew down in Miami. The, oh, that's right. Was, uh, Billy. Was in, um, yeah, Billy May. Not Billy Mays. Uh, Billy, Billy Mays! No, it was uh, the Donkey Kong guy. Yeah, Billy Marsh, I forgot what his name is. Billy something, and and he was on uh, King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. Billy Mitchell, that's what his name was. And that guy was so famous for playing video games, people would just watch him somewhere. And then he got called out for cheating. Uh, yeah, then in this whole scandal, but corrupt reality on Twitch says the game breaks when it's out of RAM. It's beating it. So that's beating it when it just like crashes. You're literally overpowering the game. 
That's pretty impressive. But uh, there he is, a 13-year-old winning for the first time. Uh, Meanwhile, let's talk about something that has, since we first started discussing it on the show, swept the United States of America. And now more than ever, I guarantee you, people are running to Ozempic and WeGovi as the new year starts. People want to lose that holiday weight. They want to kick down some of the pounds that they put on. And where are they going to go? Well, this is the easy way out. Ozempic and Wegovy. if you got some money, if you got money to do it, you could take these and you could lose a bunch of weight, right? Thought so, about it. Did you really? You I mean, I'm considering it too. I mean, not, it not works. That, like, it's, I'm not in a state in which I necessarily need it but boy mm-hmm. if i could cut down what would take a year down to a couple months why yeah. not i mean it almost makes you think wouldn't it be fun to uh, pack on like 50 60 pounds and just have all the See enjoyment of eating it <laughs> just take the pills and watch it go fade away your your line of thinking right now your reasoning is the same thing we said when, remember uh 10 ish years ago maybe nine no uh, when yeah. we had a mission that we never, it never came to fruition, and I didn't mean to rhyme just then, <laughs> but um, it, it, we had this mission that we were going to get somebody to come in the studio and give us IV drips yeah. during the show, but we were like, we got to schedule this out. It's got to be guaranteed, because if we get the IV drips, we're getting rip-roaring hammered the night before. Mm-hmm. We, we're, not, we're not doing this for nothing. Now, fast forward, you're like... Well, if I get these weight loss injections, I want to eat a whole damn lot. I might as well make it worth it, I think. But now this story says these women stopped taking Ozempic and Wegovy, and then they regained more weight than they lost to begin with. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, one of them saying, I was insatiable. They said uh, one woman, Artemis Bayandor, lost 25 sorry, pounds. What? The name uh, is Artemis. Artemis by Endor. She sounds like somebody from Star Wars, but she's real. And she found it impossible to lose the 25 pounds she gained after her pregnancy. So she takes Wegovy. She loses 15 pounds in six months. She said it felt good. It was easy. It came off. It was making me feel better. Then she stops taking the drug because it was $1,400 a month out of pocket. She couldn't afford that. And she goes, I just couldn't stop myself. She went way up to a higher weight than she was beforehand. She gained back all 15 pounds and then another 10 pounds. She said, I used to eat two, uh, eat two slices of pizza. Now I couldn't stop myself until I got to four. And she just ballooned up, and all these women are starting <laughs> to take the Ozempic stop stuff. yourself. I know. I, you, well, the problem is this. You can take these drugs, okay? And these drugs can help you to lose weight because your hunger dissipates. But you also have to institute some life changes. And if you don't, you see where you could go here. Now, I have a, a theory on what is going to happen with insurance companies in these drugs uh, and what should happen. Plus, we got to get into there is an insane level of pet law that has just dropped on all of us pet owners out there. And if you'd like to keep your pet and not have somebody come yank it away from you, well, you might want to pay attention to this. All that plus your dispatches coming up next on the News Junkie. You know you can always text us unless you're driving at seven seven zero three one standard dead and message. Changing things around here on me. They know how I am. What the hell is this? Is that noise supposed to play? Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, uh, we're back. We got to oh, so much so that you didn't mute the rejoin. (laughs) Oh no! That little that little bit of uh, change, and you're thrown off so much that you just don't even hit the button.
All right, well, we were talking about a couple of things here uh, as the show started off, and one was that C-Lane is in big trouble around his household. Uh, his young son, Jackson, who's only a handful of months old right now, has this fancy little chair thing called a snoo. It's a bassinet. That's what he sleeps uh, in. The bassinet that he sleeps in, this snoo thing, is smart enough that if it hears crying, it'll like rock the baby around or play some white noise. And the louder it hears the crying, the more it'll like try to rock the baby back to sleep. It's kind of genius uh-huh. until it encounters sea lane. Uh, that's where the problem starts, I guess. I have beat the snoo. You've, you've crushed it. Just like that little kid beat Tetris uh, in the previous segment. You beat the snoo. Uh, and in this case, um, what happened was, I guess, your snoring set off the snoo, correct? Yeah. Uh, can I play this video that I have here? Uh, give me I a second. I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be able to play it. Are we? Are we? Are we going to see it too? Yeah. Yeah. We okay. got it. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. So this is so, all right. Uh, to, for context, for the people that can't see it, there's a small blue circle uh, in the video, and that's the button on the snoo. But when the button changes colors, the, that relates to the different levels of soothing. That the thing, uh, you know, so when the soothing intensifies, the color also intensifies. But you won't need to see the color change. You'll hear where the soothing intensifies. So Lil Jackson's trying to get some sleep here. He's asleep. And he's not crying. He's not setting off the alarm. Your snore is sending him, like, on a on a ride at a theme park here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here we go. All right, I'm watching. You can hear the white noise. Yep. Very gentle sounding. Oh boy. And now the color has turned purple and the white oh, noise no. has intensified. Does it get more significant as it goes uh, on? That was pretty oh. much it. Because I was going to say, if you continue to rev him up higher and higher and higher as the snoo go, reacts, go back to and get you. that really deep sound again. Uh, all right, hang on. I think it was right around here ish. Oh, oh, I went. Good God. God, that snoring is rough, Sealand. Jesus, man. All right. Well, Ooh. you're in some trouble until you can fix this. I don't think and I'm allowed in bed until I fix this. You might not be able to. to uh, well, you know what? It makes more sense that uh, she would choose Jackson over you. I'm sorry. That's just the way that uh, this oh, probably should go. Pretty rude. All right, so we were talking about this Ozempic and Wegovy story, which is crazy. Um, we've been following this for a little while. These are these miracle drugs. A lot of people are taking them after the start of the year, and you just shed weight because you're not hungry any longer. You don't really desire to eat as much, and the pounds fall off. And everything seems pretty amazing with these drugs. Now, we had some other things come up that actually were even more interesting. Like they said, Ozempic not only cut away your desire to eat food, it also got rid of like all your impulse control issues. So if you were a gambler, it would make you not want to gamble. If you were addicted to anything, it would make you not want to do it as much. Do you think, which, like, did it have something to do with your, uh, with a sex drive by any chance? Or you just oh, had to be a, addicted to sex? I don't know how it affects anything to do with like your sexual drive i don't know if i've seen a story on that yet but i don't that would be an impulse control thing probably so it could be related to that anyhow this story says these women stopped taking ozempic and we 
Then they regained more weight than they lost. This one woman, she said after getting pregnant, she went up to 230 pounds. She got a prescription for uh, Wegovy. It was $1,400 a month out of pocket. She said over six months, she was able to shed 15 pounds, which is not very impressive, actually. <laughs> That's a lot of money for 15 pounds. She went from 230 to 215 in her post-baby weight. And she said she couldn't afford it anymore, right? So she decided, let's stop this. Let's quit the Wegovy. And all of a sudden, her appetite explodes. She says, uh, here's her quote. I was insatiable, and I've never been that way. I was so hungry, it was crazy the way I felt. She ended up gaining more weight than she lost on the Wagovi. So if you're thinking about in this new year taking this stuff, this is something to consider. And somebody messaged me. I believe his name is Matt, right? Uh, yes. This guy, Matt, Matt says that he was taking one of these drugs, and he's off it now, and he's in the right. same state, just like absolutely hungry and cannot satisfy his appetite right now. Is Matt there? Um, all right. Matt? Yes, I'm here. I'm I here. did it. There he is. Matt, what were you taking? Ozempic, Wigovi? Which one were you taking? <clears throat> so I was taking Wigovi, um, mm. and uh, it was a fight because the first thing, I, I hear you guys talk about this all the time, and I've always wanted to talk for a minute, so I really appreciate it. Um, mm. But it made me sick for the very first day. I mean, I was, like, vomiting like crazy. Um, and then the days after, however, it suppressed my appetite. So it did what it was supposed to do, but it was a struggle, man. It was tough. What did you go down to and where were you at? Like weight loss wise. Yeah. So I started at 280, um, about a year ago and I was taking the, the Wagovi once a week and I got down to 200. So I lost a lot of weight on it. Damn, um, yeah, that's, that's good. That's... It, it really worked. It's insane. I mean, after the first two weeks, I was eating hardly anything at all. I mean, it, it, it was wild. So I lost a lot of weight on it. Did you feel very weak? Off. Um, no, I didn't. Well, so I'm, I'm sorry. Other than the immediate day that I was sick after taking it, because it made me sick to my stomach, like literally vomiting in no notice at all, like at public places, looking over my shoulder, like, oh, well, here we go. There was nothing, nothing to see here. Yeah. 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 Nothing to see here. So, um, but other where, than that, it didn't make me weak. No. Were you paying for this out of pocket, Matt? That was another thing that you say often. No, my, my doctor got it into my insurance. I haven't paid more than $5 every time I pick it up. at Nice. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, and now tell us what happened when you stopped taking the weight loss drug. Did this uh, same thing with the appetite exploding happen to you? Yeah. So I'm, I haven't, honestly, I started looking into it more. Um, it, it could have been you guys talking about it. I mean, I started re doing some more research and, really bad for your pancreas if you have pancreatic cancer um in your family they kind of say stay away i've lost multiple family members from pancreatic cancer mm -hmm. and the fact that i get sick right after taking it i i freaked out so i stopped taking it and now i'm just eating like crazy like i'm literally Ooh. sitting in my car right now and i have donuts next to me because, <laughs> oh my god so but what is it because you feel like you are just constantly hungry or it's just the the thought of food because you know if you're a little bit of both yeah and it's like i'm scratching that itch that wasn't scratched for a full year you know so it's like it's out of control i don't know what to do oh my god have you put weight back on um, not much, maybe like 15 pounds, but I see it coming and I'm, I, I live near Chicago, so 
I'm in the winter months. It's, it's, it's isn't good. <laughs> Damn, man, that's that's crazy. But it worked really well. You just are scared of the impact that it's going to have on your health, effects, man. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a little boy. I don't want I don't want pancreatic cancer over sixty pounds. I got to do it a different way. I don't blame you. All right, well, let us know what happens, Matt. Appreciate the call. Thanks, guys. Have a great right. day. See ya. There he goes. This is a weird side effect that I hadn't heard of previously where they said people are just, like, insatiably hungry after they get off this stuff. But isn't that the most brilliant marketing plan in the world? Take this pill. You will lose all this weight. Stop paying us for the pill. You will gain all the weight back. So we forever get rich off you wanting to stay in that sexy bikini body that you got. Yeah. Must be nice. And there's uh, some, I know some people it's not working for them. Oh, really? Like, yeah. it, like, hasn't had an impact on them? Like, the only thing that is really, like, they're not losing their appetite. It's just mm-hmm. making them feel sick when they eat. Right. But they're still eating. Yeah, I guess everybody's kind of got a different ride on this whole thing. Here's what I think they should do, okay? I think every insurance company should pay for free of charge. I should, there should be no copay. One ride on the Ozempic or WeGovi train. You get one ride on the train, right? So you get your Ozempic, you go to the store, they give it to you. This benefits every insurance company because if you could drop a significant amount of weight, your health prospects are a lot better and you can um, maybe live longer and cost the insurance company less money, right? So you get one ride on the Ozempic train, but you don't get two. Second one you want it, you got to pay for it because that means that you lost the weight and you didn't make any changes in your life and the weight just came right back on. So only the rich people should be able to ride a bit further on this on their own damn dime. Everybody else, you get one ride. That's how this should work with your insurance. I don't know how they're handling it, but imagine somebody's like, yeah, I take it every summer. So I gain 100 pounds, then I take Ozempic, then I go right back down and round and round we go. That, to me, sounds like a bad idea. All right, let's work in a couple of dispatches real quick. Let's see what's happening where you are. You can join us on the show. Go to thenewsjunkie.com and send us a dispatch over there. Uh, let's see. Let's go over to um, Tony B. Greasy, who has a question or a suggestion about Just Okay. All right. Sean. Hey. Elaine. Sabrina. Yo. Happy New Year. Hey, Sean. Can we possibly get some sort of single cam generic live stream thing for just okay maybe like on discord for secret show subscribers or even a separate pay a certain amount for access to some live stream so you know us out of towners us texans us new yorkers question mark or anyone who can't make it might be able to enjoy it in some way just a thought Wiggle. It's a fair Wiggle. question, Tony. We ah. get it asked. Uh, we get asked this question every single year. But the answer is no. You got to come out to the event. You got to make sure you are there in person. That's the benefit of going to Just Okay. If you're new to the show, this is the annual event that we do. We have traditionally done it for seven years. Uh, well, over the course of ten years, we've had seven of these different shows. We didn't start out right at the beginning, and then we had some COVID shows that we didn't do. But we're at just okay eight right now, and it's moved from December into the beginning of 2024. When? Well, you're going to find that out at the top of the hour. We're going to learn that information. We're going to drop all the details you need to know to get started getting hyped about just okay eight. That is going to be coming up in just a bit on the show. 
When we return, let's talk about this city that has, um, well, they have a new list of rules, and they want to take your dog away if you violate any of them. What's happening? Wait till you hear this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Real Radio is Real Music Weekends. like on Heathcliff when the dog guy with the net just you know grabs your dog or your pet and hauls it away that's what's happening and this is pretty crazy I want to see what everybody thinks about this because there's a city that has just adopted a mandate for rules for pet owners and if you don't follow these rules like they'll literally come take your dog away from you if you violate this and uh, I'm I'm with some of these things, others not so much. You know, we're all pet owners here on the show, and I tried to look up. I tried to look this up a couple of times. It's hard to get a good grasp on it on what the average person does with their dog every day, right? And I think I said before on the show that there was some thing I read that said the average dog owner takes their dog on a two mile walk every day and i said no shots there's no way that's true just anecdotally from walking around my neighborhood there's a lot of dogs and there's not a lot of people just walking their dogs for an hour or something around the neighborhood i do not think that's a common experience that's like the average person who also works out yeah like like, okay yeah you take your dog on a two-mile walk because you also take yourself on a two-mile walk i do neither yeah, the Venn diagram of people who go to the gym and people who also do that is very, very mixed. And I just do not buy this idea that people, one of them that I saw said, uh, most people take their pet out two to three times per day for 20 to 30 minutes a pop. And I, I don't know. I, you know, we take out, lady goes out into the backyard if she needs to, but we take her for a walk, um, about in the afternoon each day. And it's about a two-mile walk, and it takes about 45 minutes or something. And and that's plenty for her. Um, because she would, if you take her too far, she'll give up. <laughs> and there's nothing more hilarious than a dog giving up in the middle of a walk. They just start looking at you, and they're like, Aww. I'm done here. Thank <laughs> like, you. I know you like this walking around thing, but ah. you know, one time we took her to this park a couple miles from here. And we were bringing her around for a walk that was longer than she normally went to, uh, went on. And she just stops and she's just crying. She's just Aww. like, oh, my and she's like, I'm done. Did and your now, neighbors think you're abusing the damn dog? No, no, we were away. We were oh, like, okay. we were like a mile and a half, two miles from here. And so now I got to pick up lady who is not a small dog, but not a big dog, just awkward enough that it's weird to carry her. Yeah. And walk with for like half a mile with this awkward dog. And See, Carl's oh. just five and a half pounds. So I can sling him over my shoulder if I need to. Yeah, and a block in, is like a mile for him. Right. Yeah, he doesn't need to go as far. I wonder if they factor that in because they'll say, uh, if you have a dog, the dog should go for a two mile walk each day. Well, maybe a greyhound needs to go for a different amount of uh, exercise than Carl does. Carl's yeah. tiny. His, His zoomies are just like a hula hoop. Yeah, if you everyone else. If Carl goes around the block, that's a greyhound going two miles. Uh, right, that's a very, very big difference because he's so tiny and his legs are so short. Uh, but here we go to these rules that have been approved in Deltona, Florida. Right, that's where they have approved this. It says the Deltona City Commission decided to adopt a new ordinance regarding animal cruelty. The ordinance requires dogs and quote small domestic animals to be sheltered during storms or when the temperature outside reaches over ninety degrees. 
So there you go. First things first. If it's 91 and your dog's outside, they're going to yoke your dog, or at least they could possibly. If it's raining and your dog is outside, uh uh-uh. You can't have your dog outside in the rain. Can't be uh, your dog has to be sheltered during these storms. Uh, the shelters, whether in a home or something like a dog house, will be required to have a solid roof, clean bedding material, and enough space for the animal to move comfortably around in. Now, these are all the right thing to do, right? These are all the things that pet owners should be doing, right? But if you took everybody who had their dog outside at ninety-one degrees and took that pet away from them, you'd have your you have a lot of dogs on your hands, I would think. I think it'd be a bunch of people who do that. So they say safe enclosures. Animals kept in an indoor or outdoor enclosure would need at least 80 square feet of space, along with additional space for any other animal kept in the enclosure. Those those enclosures would also need to be cleaned regularly, free of dangerous objects, and have a shelter to escape during times of extreme weather, it says. Uh, Also, daily exercise. Animals must be given an appropriate amount of exercise each day, depending on factors like age, health, and breed. How do you quantify that? It, depending on age, health, and breed, do you have like a spreadsheet somewhere? And they go, all right, Sabrina's gone. Got this. Oh, Carl hasn't been walked enough this week. Go get the net. Let's go and uh, take them and, and we'll put them in the damn shelter or something. Uh, calamities, they say. Animals require clean water, dry ground, shaded shelter from extreme weather and natural calamities. Well, that sounds nice. Left in a car, animals may not be kept in unattended vehicles without sufficient ventilation or in conditions that put their well-being at risk, such as a lack of water or extreme heat. Isn't that already a rule? I feel like it is, right? And I I feel like um, some of these other ones might be, too. Traveling in a car, animals may not be transported in any sort of open-air designed vehicle unless the animals are, quote, safely and humanely restrained. So you got a Jeep and you got the top down? Nah, can't do it. Can't have your dog like that unless somehow it's safely and humanely restrained. This leaves like so much up to interpretation. Yeah, well, that, that's easy though. You uh, you have a dog in a jeep or in a convertible car. You can get restraints like that. Like a lot of people like their dogs in a harness rather than a uh, just a collar mm-hmm. for walking, and then you uh, tether the harness to the car, and you're good. And that's that would be fine under this. You think? I would assume so. Yes. Well, they said saving animals. If somebody breaks into a locked car to save a domestic animal trapped within, they will not face civil liabilities for damage if they've already notified law enforcement. People who do so will be required to remain with the animal at a safe location near the car until law enforcement or animal control arrives. And I got like the actual ordinance here. And it says some of the penalties are that they could take your animal away from you. Uh, you could see that they had other stuff that they've like st- striked. In the ordinance, so they had different rules that they had before, um, and they cut some of these out. So uh, it says, let me I see. I wish here. they would just like take them out. Yeah, it, it makes it, it harder makes to read. It very, very confusing, uh, you know, because does it have to be read to or, or is it read and struck out? Or yeah, I don't get it. That yeah, one's blue says, and struck out. The dog, cat, or other animals must always be provided clean water, dry ground, shade for protection from the sun, thunderstorms, lightning, hail, hurricanes, tornadoes, tropical storms, floodwaters, winds in excess of 20 miles per hour, blah, 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 blah. So some of these are just common sense. But... Yeah, most most of these are just, hey, be a good dog owner. Like, mm-hmm. uh, are there any that like st- like stick out to you as something that's inconvenient or well, something that's kind of like, uh, oh, well, this is going to put a... A big, this is going to be a big change for me and, and X dog. 
Well, as you know, I grew up in a little place called the Acreage. Yep, yep. A, little, a little more backwoods. Uh, little cancer, just yeah. a little cancer. <laughs> a lot of cancering. Uh, dirt and roads, right? Cancer dirt, dirt roads, roads everywhere. And this, this particular rule that I'm looking at right now, would have gotten a lot of people in trouble, and they would have taken away a lot of dogs. This rule, it's rule six in the um, in the actual ordinance. It says no person other than a licensed veterinarian shall crop the ears or dock the tail of any oh. dog or cat. You people in the acreage were cropping your own uh, ears? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you bet Not your ass. Not surprising at all. Yeah, yeah, they would definitely be doing that out there. A lot of the guys with pit bulls and stuff would do that, and they would go, oh, I ain't going to the damn veterinarian. It'll cost me an arm and a leg to get this. No, they'd just do it themselves. All right, I have scissors. Fall under now a vet did it, but perhaps I know someone that had a dog that was neutered, had the mm-hmm. had the berries clipped in the house. Oh, they did it at home. Um, let's see if it says anything about that. A person commits an offense if he or she crops or cuts off or causes or procures to be cropped or cut off the whole or part of the ear, ears, or tail of a dog or cat. Um, the possession by any person of a dog or cat with ear or ears cut off, cropped, tail docked, blah, 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 uh, is a violation of this as well. And then you have to prove by like showing the paperwork that the doctor did it? Yeah, I guess you would have to, according to this. These are some of the strictest animal owner laws that exist in the United States of America as of this passing. Uh, and there's a lot to this. Um, trying to see how they wrap this up. This is page four of the proceeds. Oh, the enforcement. Um, but, but I want to see what they're going to do. The severability. Blah, blah, I found blah. it interesting that they did have to put something in there to just specify, by the way, the slaughtering of animals for, you know, farming purposes and eating is yeah. still totally exempt from all of this. <laughs> yeah, that's what somebody was saying in chat. They were like, nothing in there about dog fights. Well, it doesn't Sweet. make dog fights good to go. You're still in some trouble if you do that. Uh, Twisted Movies uh, says, just common sense against animal cruelty. The thing here is, all of this is in writing, and I think some of it's kind of loose. And then, like, say that you say you could take somebody's dog away because of this ordinance. And the ordinance says animals must be given an appropriate amount of exercise each day, depending on factors like age, health, and breed. Well, what does that mean? What does that actually mean? What if you say, my dog is happy, it's healthy, it's not super overweight? What if it is a little bit overweight? What if you go, my dog just likes to eat a little more dog food and isn't as interested in going on walk? He's a little bit fat, but so he's it, doing okay. It's almost as if the person who wrote some of these ordinances has recently retired from the Federal Communications Commission. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Yeah, right. The, the vagary there you know, checks out. Twisted Movie says it's just verbalized common sense, as C-Lane says. Yeah, but what? switch this to kids. Switch this to human beings instead of pets, right? If they said... Uh, your kid must be given an appropriate amount of exercise each day, depending on factors like age, health, and, well, you probably wouldn't say breed, but you would say, <laughs> what? so you got a bunch of fat kids out there and you nuke them out of the houses? You can't have this? You've been abusing this kid? You wouldn't do that, obviously. That would be insane for them to do that. Uh, I am. I want people to be as nice as they can to their animals, but I think they need to really make sure they tighten up the verbiage of something like this. That, to me, is something that could be uh, detrimental to the pet owners out there. Somebody just wanted to come after them. All right, let's go over to you. Let's see what you think. We got angry Irish man with a dispatch about dog seatbelts. So regarding the dog being tethered safely in a car, I have a harness for my dog, as Celine was just saying. And it actually has this strap that you can clip onto the back of the harness and a buckle 
that goes right into the seatbelt buckle. Mm-hmm. So if you hit the brakes too hard, the dog goes flying forward. That strap that's attached to the buckle, you know, catches it from sliding around. So they actually make something with uh, the ability to click it into your seatbelt. So uh, very cool. Uh, we got something like that for lady. We've got like this thing. It's like a like a little rectangle thing, and you put her inside of it, and then you strap that in. Honestly, it doesn't seem very safe. I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't seem... I, I have the same for Carl, but he loves it because he could, It like, I fashioned it enough that he could still stick his little head out the window, uh-huh. please, and then he just, he stays put instead of climbing everywhere all over the car yeah. because I've dealt with that going, uh, I don't know, 60 on the highway. Not right. safe. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, when you get these pets, you got to treat them right. You got to do the right thing. And that is truly your responsibility as a pet owner. Um, but sometimes, you know, there's different things like this that who knows, maybe it runs afoul of those new rules. And all of a sudden you're like, damn, I didn't realize I was doing something wrong here. Laying down the laws talking to us. Happy New Year, news junkies. Yeah, you um, too. Yeah, we don't have the luxury of a fenced-in backyard, so we have to walk our dogs three times a day. We have what we call the long walk, mm-hmm. which is about a 45-minute walk, and that's usually the oh, last oh, walk. Oh. Um, earlier in the day, the they go walk for sounds like something around different. the block. <laughs> and I would say in total between... We took the dog for the long that's, walk. That's, that's, uh, looking like it's about that time we take the dog for the long walk. <laughs> she like, said the long walk's usually the last walk, and <laughs> that's why I started laughing. That's what you say in front of your kids when yeah. your dog's about 14, 15 years old. <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to have to talk to the old vet about taking her for the long walk. That's sad. And and then you tell your kid, what are you going to do, C-Lane? Oh, man, I don't... uh, Oh, God. uh, (laughs) What? What? I already know what you're going to say. What's wrong with you? Come on, man. I feel a little bad. Jackson is just of the right age that he's going to get to know Lexi a little bit. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, That'll be his first major heartbreak. (laughs) It's, It's true. I mean, and how old is Lexi now? Uh, Lexi's five, six. Five. So right now she's doing great. You know, she's yeah. in great shape, prime of her life. But let's say Jackson is like 10 years old, you know, and Lexi's a 16, kind of stumbling around and stuff. Would you at that time do the thing where you go, uh, Jackson, we took Lexi to this beautiful farm in the countryside and she's going to live out many more years there. And, and we got take- a new dog. Better care of her than we ever would be able to do here because they've got specialized. Or are you just going to go, Jackson, today we killed Lexi. Like, how are you dropping this news? It'll probably be somewhere in between those two. Uh, closer to the former than the latter. The, the wording on the latter was a bit harsh. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> we Today we, ex- we executed Lexi earlier. Don't worry. <laughs> Lexi 2, Electric Boogaloo, coming real soon. That's happening. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be the farm thing. It really just depends on how old uh, little Jackson is when, when, mm-hmm. it, when, it, when it gets to that time. If he's old enough, you could be like, you killed Lexi. <laughs> You have to be on your best behavior moving forward or you'll kill the other dogs. Uh, Big Doug Billionaire says, great life lesson. Show Jackson old yeller first. <laughs> Ooh, I don't even think I've seen that. old yeller. They showed us that in school when we were like in fourth grade. It was oh. horrific. That My and God. where the red fern grows. I remember that I also that think one. there's dog murder. 
Yeah, that there's a dog that's like central to the plot of that. I remember that from forever ago. So I, I think we read where the red fern grows. I don't know if we if we watched it, but um, I feel like like the yearling and old yeller are classic examples of you know movies where there's a a mercy kill at some mm-hmm. point. And I've never watched either movie, but I've watched movies where people watch those movies. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah, we've all seen a movie where somebody was made to watch the yearling or old yeller, but I've never actually watched it myself. Kids on the couch, his feet dangling over the cushion. They take the dog out back. What happened? Ma- oh, God, that's a tough conversation. This one won't be, though. When we come back, just OK 8. What's Woo! happening? What should you expect? The announcement is coming up next on the News Junkie. It's like a text message with your voice. The talkback feature on the free iHeartRadio app. Follow. Big thanks and a welcome to Brenton Hodges, the latest Secret Show subscriber. I appreciate you. Learn more about the Uncensored Shows over at thenewsjunkie.com. And I want you to go to the website, even if you don't care about that, to join us here with a Dispatch or anything else. Go create an account so you can interact with the show and other people who do uh, by putting up comments, doing all that good stuff. You can see your stats and how you're performing as a listener. And I want you to get those numbers up, but you got to start your journey at thenewsjunkie.com. All right, we have been waiting on this for a while, although there's been a lot of nonsense and work and um, jockeying with the suits and stuff behind the scenes about this. Uh, And Just Okay, our annual event that we traditionally did in December, right around Christmas, uh, realized after a while, it's like, why are we fighting with all of this stuff that's going on around Christmas? People are, this is how the, the schedule works, in case you haven't noticed, which I know you have. After the first week of December, it's checked out city. People are checked out. Even if they are still going to work, they're barely functioning. They're in vacation mode. That continues even this week for some people because kids are out of school in certain districts. And then you get people back in action probably the second week of February uh, in 2024. So that's just kind of how things go. And with Just Okay, we're like, let's put this somewhere where we can reinvent this a bit and turn this into a big party and bring some big excitement to Just Okay 8. Uh, and we still, I guess, are waiting on one thing for the contract. Uh, <laughs> so, one so signature. Close. So close. So what we'll do is we'll just not talk about the venue at the moment, but we'll tell you when this is going down. Because Just Okay 8th is March 16th this year. Woo! All right. That is, and you guessed it, the day before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So yeah. What that means. You can guess what direction we're headed in for Just Okay 8th. We are going to have a St. Patrick's Day party that you will never, ever, ever forget. Or remember. Or remember, yeah, we, we're going to have to really be careful with ourselves this year because we've got to get through all of this. Now, previously, there's been a lot of um, Christmas-related, freak show-related, those kind of things going on at Just Okay. This year, we're leaning into a St. Patrick's Day party that you'll never forget. There's going to be all sorts of performances. We're going to be up there on the stage putting our lives on the line and trying to bring you the funny. Uh, it'll be a time where you can get to meet us, hang out with us. Uh, VIP is always a crazy experience, and VIP will be bigger and better than ever this year for Just Okay 8 on March 16th. 
But that timeline is not super long. Mm-hmm. No. Let me be real with you here. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to try to push forward with all of this stuff on our end. We're going to try to maybe even this week announce the venue where this is going to be, which is a, an awesome spot. Sean's house. Hell no, that ain't happening. That, that show of all the shows, just okay, it ain't happened around here. Uh, the house will never recover. So this is going to be the day before St. Patrick's Day, a St. Patrick's Day party. You will never forget Just Okay 8. We got to get all of the things, all right? We want to have all of the St. Patrick's Day things we possibly could have. And to make that a, a moment that you um, put away on your calendar, make this a day where you're like, all right, this Saturday, let me leave my schedule open. We're aiming for maybe very first week of February or so, making the tickets available so that you can buy them. And this is going to be one of those things where you should act quick. It gives you something to look forward to in the first quarter of the year. How about that? Yeah, Christmas is over, baby. But guess what's coming up? Just okay, eight. I love it's happening it. on March 16th. So we got this first quarter excitement for you. And uh, we'll give you a little bit more information in the next couple of days here. Uh, somebody says, is Tri-Devil coming? No, we're, I think we're a little past that. Yeah, <laughs> so, she doesn't want to talk to us. I mean, remember, I had run into her after that whole debacle uh-huh. with uh, yeah. you two and the phone numbers. And it took me all of two hours and me saying, I think Sean's a dick, too, for her to <laughs> actually have a conversation with me. So she might be yeah. out, but maybe we'll find someone with four boobs. I think she's faded away into obscurity. It's not the last time Sabrina said that either. It's just, uh, no this way. comes up every once in a while. And somebody's and asking also, if it's going to be at the Kia Center. No. 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 Hell no. But we could have Joker Gang Gang because that guy's having a resurgence right now. Uh, he's all I don't know. I mean, we'd have to uh, pay him. He wants millions of dollars from the GTA 6 people. It's not Man, happening, Joker let's Gang. Let's get someone who looks like him. Apparently, we can do that. <laughs> then he'll want yeah. millions of dollars from us. <laughs> if we get him to sue us and Grand Theft Auto, we got something going, if that's the case. It's going to be a really, really fun time. So what happens at, at uh, any Just Okay, but really more than ever at Just Okay 8, is it's an experience where you're going to have things going on all around you. We're going to have performers all over the place, not just on the main stage. Uh, we will, of course, have Sabrina's band, Sabby's Little Helpers. Yeah. Always a huge performance that people go nuts for. If you've never seen it before, don't worry. This is one of those ones you could blindly buy into, and you're gonna, you are going to have a fun time. Fritz, oh, well, uh, you'll be seeing the best one yet. Without a guess, yeah, uh, that's a high bar. I mean, yep. there's been some amazing performances. I'm telling in you, the past. we already started practicing. Right. We went okay. with the mindset that it was happening in December. So we started practicing weeks ago. We got another mm-hmm. practice today. And so we are going to bring, I think, the most energy and the weirdest mm, words I can't say on the radio mm-hmm. essery that you have seen to date or maybe seen uh, for the first time. Can we possibly make sure that none of your band members get um, zapped in the ass yes, this yeah. year? Yes, I've already yeah. uh, spoken to Dirt about it, and uh, we're going to have some sort of, it's like a bumper system that <laughs> he stays his BH away from all the sparklers. I mean, it was rock and roll when he did that, it or really that was. happened to him. But, Great video. Uh, we want to keep him alive. That's very, very important. Uh, yeah, Dispatch Dan says, is Sabby's Little Helper going to light somebody's BH on fire again? We're going to try not to. We're going to try to stay away from that. show that video again. Let me send it to you. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. So, so it's 
If you are not familiar with Just Okay, let's say you're in uh, South Florida on one of the stations listening down there, or you're in Rochester, or you're in Dallas, or you're anywhere else in the country around the world listening to the show. This is a big, fun show. We drink, we get crazy, there's bands performing, there's stuff happening all over the place that's going to catch your eye, and you'll learn more about that as we approach this March 16th date for Just Okay 8. Uh, okay, there you go. That's what we can tell you as of now. Did you send me this? Oh, I did. All right, hang on. Give me a second. Don't don't take it yet, Celan. All right. Well, you because still haven't. Uh, yes, so. I tried to. All right, here we go. So it happens very quickly, but as you can see in the right corner, <laughs> right there, <laughs> he's getting. And with, as soon as it's I a pull cold spark off. machine, and uh, the cold spark machine does those things on the side of the stage where it's like big sparks fly about up, about eight feet high. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, about six and a half is going straight up where the sun don't shine. Yeah. And then it's I move alive, him, though. and that's what was going oh! up. <laughs> that could have been real bad if he stayed there for like two seconds longer. I think. Okay, yeah, before we fun, go, you know. <laughs> We, we had to have a, a certain number of fire extinguishers on hand for moments like that. Very true. Oh. And I'll tell you what, the suit he had on, fire retardant as well. He had all of but a little bit of soot where it all that is, went. It's one of the weirdest things about... I think we say fire challenge now. Putting on a show is <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, the weirdest thing about putting on a show like this Please. is that... You have to do so much weird stuff. Sea Lane is not just making that up. Like when you throw a concert, you have to bring like fire extinguishers now, and you have to have like we have to have all sorts of weird insurance. And oh god, uh, remember when we scenes. didn't get clearances like that? We were just like, <laughs> yeah, we hired the fire people. What? Uh, yeah. What's what's the problem? And they're like, remember? yeah, but we did find out that someone was gonna. Uh, maybe show certain parts and oh, uh, man. the GM is here. I'm like, all right, no problem. We got a towel. They told us if there was nudity, they were going to shut the show down immediately. And there was nudity. Yeah. <laughs> but, May he rest in peace. Yeah, man. What? It's always a good time. And you got to be there for just okay. Again, put it on your calendar, March 16th. Tickets probably in February at some point in time. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break, actually. And when, when we come back, we'll hear from you, see what you got going on with your dispatches. I don't know if you guys have seen this thing, but uh, she's back in the news somehow. And this is maybe one of the more interesting reasons. Casey Anthony's parents are going to be on a television show this oh, week yeah. where they take a lie detector test and answer questions about all this stuff. I have some questions about her father. I wonder if they ask yeah. those ones. There's a teaser out. You got to see it. I, I got one over here. Uh, we'll see. We're going to get into this at some point in time, and we got a whole lot more, including Fritz on the street, all on the way. It's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Real radio. It, it, it is. Monsters in the morning. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Kit Kat being the universal. <laughs> in just a moment. That's how you can join us on the show today. All you have to do is go over to thenewsjunkie.com and record your first dispatch right now. Very easy for you to do, and we appreciate it when you do it. So we'll play those momentarily. I was talking about how there is now this, this show with Casey Anthony's parents that's coming up this week where they have them take a lie detector test. And I'm interested to see if they ask uh, the Casey Anthony, what's, what's her father's name? George. Uh, George. George Anthony. If they ask George Anthony uh, some of the questions that, that you would ask. 
Yeah, I mean, like honestly, in the opening statements of Casey Anthony's trial, she alleged he did a lot of very horrific things. And a lot of people, you know, are to the understanding, especially with that uh, docuseries that came out, that he was aware of a lot more stuff than he said that he was right. yeah. involved with. I know I said that in a weird way. Now, well, what I found... Uh, well, this, is, this is to say that he knew that the baby was dead and was mm-hmm. somehow integral in hiding the fact that the baby was dead. Correct. And so I only saw one clip that's gone around. I wonder if it's the same one you have, but... I found it very interesting because, what was it, last year, two years ago, the three of us did a lie detector test mm-hmm. with a real lie detector. And yes. it's not what you assume that you see in TV and movies where you get strapped up and it's yes and no questions. It has a lot to do with the person who's giving that lie detector test. Yeah. And how they are really part of that as well. And they could tell you're lying versus what's you know in the meter that they're using. And this person uh this polygrapher that is interviewing uh george is i mean he's on him he's like you you gotta relax man you're being very sketchy (laughs) yeah there's a whole it's like a a bunch of tactics that go along with doing the lie detector test and obviously it's not admissible in court and it's a strategy that they use for years. And then there was different ones that they started to do. They're like, oh, we have audio lie detector tests now. And the, so when we had that done to us in the studio that I'm in right now, one thing that struck me was on TV, if you ever see a lie detector test, it's like, bam, 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 bam. But if you're ever doing a lie detector test, they have to cruise through with the regular questions to kind of get you used to it. So you're sitting there for a while and they're like, where were you born? You know, what was your mother's name? Right. And you're going on for a little while and you're like starting to get comfortable. And there's like, bam, here's a question you shouldn't be comfortable answering. And I've got this is the promo clip, I guess, for the Casey Anthony thing where her parents are going to be taking an on camera polygraph test or already did, obviously. Uh, and let's see what they said here. Here we go. You believe your daughter knows what happened? Yes, I believe 100 percent. Oh, I want Casey to hear how we feel about what she's said and what she's done. After 15 years of allegations. I never did anything to harm my daughter or my granddaughter. Okay, well, him saying that leads me to believe maybe these questions were asked. I never did anything to harm my daughter or my granddaughter, granddaughter, he says. Um, Maybe they go further. I I know she's lying. You know she's lying. But their final say to the ultimate test. Is there a kernel of truth? to any of the allegations she's leveling against you. Oh, boy. I don't know. They just like, let's drop it. Put it to uh, bed. Live your life. Hey, let's be real. They probably got paid, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're eating this right? up for sure. Yeah, they probably got paid to do this and they could use the money. Otherwise, if they didn't get paid, it's like People were forgetting about this. You were probably going to be able to have a more normal life as time goes on. Why would you inject yourself back into the system to have people talking about you again? That uh, seems like a bad move. Um, meanwhile, speaking of this sorts of stuff, there is um, a moment that aired on Fox News. Fox News is stealing our bit, which we will be doing again. What a surprise. I didn't. Uh, I don't know if you guys forgot about this or not. But on possibly Friday, maybe Monday, Monday might be easier, we're going to have our psychic predictions for 2024. Oh, I almost asked you about that yesterday. 
Yeah, we're going to do that. It's good. Pro- probably, let's just say Monday. On Monday, we'll do the psychic predictions for 2024. We have a psychic who will go through each of our lives and do the cards and everything and see what. Did you get one that's a little faster this time? Yeah, it was the last I, one, like three hours, yeah. Uh, I'll try to tell them. I'll say, like, look, here's what we're using this for. Make sure you're upbeat and have good pacing. But they usually just do whatever the hell they want. You know, you know how it goes. So I guess Fox News got a psychic. I, I don't. I don't know why, but that's what they're doing over there. And they have this woman on, and somebody said this was the best thing that's ever aired on Fox News. And I haven't seen it yet, I'm being honest with you. So let's see how it goes. It says, what's in store for Trump in 2020? And there's a psychic doing stuff. So here we are. Uh Oh. Oh, what is that? I, I mean, I, I, I do recognize that I'm at, I'm at Fox TV. I have a sense of loss. I don't know what that was supposed to be. I look like sense of loss. Con- oh, loss! Like he's going to lose in twenty twenty four. Also, Maybe. the aesthetic of this woman. Those of you like not a- watching and listening, um, there is there's a whole. She looks exactly like if you asked AI to put together a picture of someone who reads tarot cards on Fox News. You know, how there's like stripper stores, and it's the only place you can get the kind of clothes that strippers wear. And you mean like, like hollowed psychic? out clear high heels that have a little uh, slot in them uh-huh. to put so, the money? Stuff that you're not wearing on any given day. That you're wearing for professional reasons. These ladies uh, are buying this to make a little extra cash. They're professionals. I, I wonder if there's a psychic store like that. Because she does have like all the necklaces. She's got like uh, the thing she uh, the throw over her shoulders and all the different stuff one would expect from a lovely psychic like this. All right, let's see. What do we got here for dispatches? We got to work a couple of these in, and then we're going to figure out what's coming up on the next episode. Here goes nothing. Here is Miami native Mike talking to us about George Anthony. Good afternoon, news junkies. Hey there. Happy New Year. You too. Will we find out if George is the father of Casey's baby? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's stay tuned. Yeah, she dropped some bombs in her in the opening statement that, uh, um, what was his name? George? No, no, no. What was her attorney's name? Baez. Jose Baez. Yeah, Jose Baez. That's right. And Jose Baez hated, hated the prosecutor. Those two were like so, they, they were like oil and water. And just did not get along. They were fighting in the courtroom. And so there's a lot of accusations out there. Most people don't care about them anymore. But the lie detector is a good new move. I like that. Here's Dan the Plumber. It says, so excited and slightly ASCII. Hey, News Junkies. Can't wait for Just Okay 8. It's going to be a blast. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Hey, uh, Sean. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, you picked me for Fritz on the Street. I've never been picked. It's your year. Let's do it. I'll keep it in mind. I am going to give you the ASCII badge or the Ask Cole badge just for doing that. But, um, yeah, we'll keep that in mind. We are going to be doing Fritz on the Street momentarily here on the show, but we can work in one or two more. Here's Tater Hog, who wants to join us. What up, Chuckies? Hey. How you guys doing? Hey, I just got a quick question, man. Can I be one of the contestants on French for the Street, please? Fritz for the Street. Fritz for the Street. Fritz for the Street is a whole different game, I think. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, we're going to just pick up at random. Maybe it's Dan the Plumber. Maybe it's somebody randomly on chat. Right now, chat seems to be taken over by Twitch. Sometimes we can only see certain platforms. 
comments and so uh, you got the best of luck over there at the moment until the youtube comments uh, break back in um here's one more it's justin with a dispatch what up y'all hey. happy hump day so i don't know about y'all but i got a lazy dog um 30 minutes of exercise <laughs> yeah absolutely not mm -hmm. she is not about that life um she's young she's a big girl she's all the big breeds she don't really like to do a lot of exercise but she likes to chill all right, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I was only listening to half of that because I saw uh, the wide shot flickering for some reason. Oh, oh. <laughs> something oh, going on over there. Oh, is it resetting? It's that tarot uh, reader from Fox News. No, it, it may. Have. Yeah, you're good now. Okay, it was. I was like, "What's happening? Please don't tell me that camera is broken right now. Please don't tell me." No, I'm messing with it. I got enough problems. Okay, we're good to go then. Uh, I saw you take the other shot, which was cool looking. There's yeah, a lot of a little behind the scenes. The back there. of your head mm -hmm. is ridiculous. We're always switching it up here, you know. I can always uh, come up with some new things for you if you're watching, and you can do that over on YouTube and twitch.tv slash the news junkie. What we're going to do right now is take a quick break. When we come back, the next episode, what is coming up on the next episode? What's coming up on the next episode? Ready to feel super old? Well, I have got all the albums that have turned 50 years old, same age as Sean. It's 2024. Oh. And that means the Olympics I are was not alive. <laughs> in our near future. But this year, the torch will have another job, and that's lighting up a blizzy for snizzy. Plus, for some reason, we know what Cardi B did on New Year's Eve, and it's juicy. All that and so much more coming up on the next episode. And that is coming up next on the News Junkie. Coming up tonight on Real Radio, at 7, it's a corporate time with Tom and Dan. Brought to you by Gringo's Locos and Modern Plumbing. In. The next episode. In just a moment, all things happening in the world of entertainment and beyond. And we got to try to keep the people safe out there because I know, and, and particularly you ladies, could be susceptible to this. So listen up to me for just a second. I've said before, there's some things that... that Ladies do that. I'm like, why, why, why is this happening? Why is this a thing? I believe most of it is in competition with other women as opposed to like guys are telling you that they like this and you're saying I'm going to put this on because I think it makes me more attractive. The long eyelash thing being one notable example of that and, uh, the long fingernail thing where it's like, how do you even function in life? But this is a new one for me, all right? And this is starting to go viral and make the rounds. So let's get out ahead of it and tell people uh, this, this could be a very dangerous thing. So what this video is that's going viral is this woman, and I guess there's only like one country in the world where they're actually allowing this procedure to be done legally. Uh, take a look at this. Everybody else, I'm going to put this up on See It Now so you can watch. So here's the woman in question. And this whole thing is about her getting her her eyes done, right? But not LASIK or anything. This That's is about the her getting thing. No, no, it's not even that. Okay, so you see right here, she has uh, brown eyes, right? I have brown eyes too. Uh, probably the worst draw if you're drawing eyes out of a hat. But here we are, right? We both have to deal with it. Let's make the most of our brown eyes. So she wants to get this changed, and this is a surgery that permanently changes the color of your eyes, and Hers are now like a hazel color, and everybody's going, "Oh my god, I want to do that! I want—I could change my eyes. I could have blue I eyes. I can't really see eyes. her. I want to see the but new eyes. It, I just saw it for a second, and it looks unnatural. Yeah, it they're looks very, very, very light. strange. It looks like um, like an alien. It looks like if you know how sometimes uh, ladies wear those 
the uh, contacts that change the color of their eyes. Uh huh. But you got like a really cheap one. Yeah. I mean, look at this. This is the best kind of freeze frame I can do. <laughs> it's a little wonky. But what they said is happening here is these doctors in this one country where they're doing this, they go in and they cut out your eye, like the lid. Oh, let me, let me go to this. somebody who made a comment. Okay. This, this is somebody saying this surgery requires your cornea to be cut open and then a permanent implant is placed over your iris. No, dude. It no. is illegal oh. basically everywhere but India and Colombia. Why? Because almost everybody who has had this surgery has gone blind, completely effing blind. Okay. But Worth you, it, though. Beautiful eyes. Uh, Can't see anything. Yeah. You know damn well when people are watching this, they'll be like, ooh, I, oh, I could get my eyes, cut my, the color of my eyes changed forever, and it won't be contacts. It'll be really my eye color. But it really, no, it, it won't. It really is contacts. What they're doing is they're cutting the eye open, and they're putting a contact inside, mm -hmm. uh, and then just closing it and going, good luck. Yeah, but it's a permanent solution, they would say. And I know how this could be attractive to a lot of people who would want Not to have their blind. eyes different. You don't know who's no. attracted to you. No, that's why I'm trying to say, hey, look, when this stuff comes out, when you see this and all your friends are like, ooh, you could get this surgery done, your eye color could get changed, you got blue eyes or green eyes, this is something that you can't get done except for India and Colombia, because, and I got to look into this, I'll do some research on it, um, because they said a lot of the people who have had this, this says, and I don't know if this is true or not, it says almost everybody who's had this surgery has gone blind, right? So, <laughs> my God, uh, and over on I would want to know how many people have had the surgery if that's the case. Yeah, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to research it during the break for a second. But Tracy Claus says TikTok has done effed up the kids. Imagine that. All the kids scrolling past me like, oh, I could have really stunning eyes. All I have to go is, all I have to do is go get this surgery done. And this lady got it done. Look, she got a big smile on her face. She's as happy as can be. But like you get the surgery and someone who sees it is like, oh, you have contacts in. Like, it, it mm -hmm. looks like you have contacts in. Therefore, you can save so much money and not risk being blind by just buying those contacts. Like, it does not yeah. look natural. I but always imagine think of the, uh, the, the weird Robert De Niro blue eye contacts that he wore for that movie, uh, The Irishman. It looks just so, like, It looks unnatural. Valley. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Fritz. By the way, welcome, Fritz. Hey, we got hey, Fritz buddy. on the street coming up in just a moment here. I'll look into this a little bit more, but obviously this is something that people would find attractive because, yes, you could put a, a padding on your ass and not have to get a BBL, but people don't want to do that. They want to get the Brazilian butt lift and they want to get all the, the surgery done. And it's attractive. So you got to know how dangerous some of these things are. They really, truly are. All right, let's get into it. Let's do the next episode. Because there's a lot on TV, and you can't possibly keep up with all of it, even though you should, because what else are you going to talk about? This is what I wear right here. Here's a pack of uh, panty liners. Nothing. Oh. Weather's well, nice. <laughs> it's time for the next episode. Smoke weed every day. day, 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 day. Hold up. The next episode brought to you by That Mortgage Guy Don. ThatMortgageGuyDon.com. And, of course, the Home Loans Radio Show that you can tune into every weekend, get your questions answered live on the air. Or perhaps you got a question that is just burning a hole in your brain pocket. Oh, he's available to you all the time right there on the website, ThatMortgageGuyDon.com. Get the process started today of refinancing or buying your first dream home with the man, the expert, That Mortgage Guy Don. It was three years ago. Sean, you remember this? 
Uh, was alive, yes, that's true. 2021. Uh, ah, she's switching it up on uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mayim Balik. Mess it up, Mayim Bialik. Mayim, I think it's Mayim Bialik. Yeah. But Mayim I have, uh, Bialik. I'm, hey, I am the one known for screwing it up more than almost anybody else. So don't take my word. What's for Timothy's it. name? Timothy Chalamet. There it is. Well done, Mayim Bialik. 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 Her sitcom "Call Me Cat." That's way easier to read. Premiered on mm-hmm. Fox three years ago, and also exactly thirty years after this premiered. Don't know about the future. Oh. It's what flowers do in the awesome. spring. Blossom oh, is yeah. right. It was on the date, which I found to be really cute. And I haven't heard I this uh, theme song in quite Same. some time. Me neither. It's like Dr. John. And uh, I didn't realize, or I guess I forgot because I watched the show growing up, um, that Joey Lawrence was in it. Was he? Yeah. That's, oh, that's right. Whoa. Yeah. And then he had the... Um, Show with his brothers and now a podcast. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Call Me Cat ran for three seasons, and we know a guy who was the cameraman on it. What up, Brad? Um, it's possible in the very near future that a judge is going to release a list of people. Did that get released yet? Because I thought the countdown was starting yesterday. I don't believe so. The Epstein list, and a lot of people are wondering who's on it. Who's there? Who are the famous people that will be named? It says there are about 200 of them. And so far, they've only been referred to as John and Jane Doe. Well, there's one football player who's not talking football, but instead the Epstein list, who can't wait for that list to come out. That is Aaron Rodgers. And he was on the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. And he said that he uh, will be popping some sort of bottle when it does come out. And then he suggested a particular person that might be on it. Sean, do you have the clip? I do. Hang on one second. Here is the clip uh, from ESPN. Right here. Uh-huh. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy or somebody back Seats here. Seats on it. We have Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem. Put it on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like <laughs> Feels That's like. supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look, this guy's been There's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine I, cellar for this I, thing. I, a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't ah! I don't know why he would say that, but guess who is not cool with it? Jimmy Kimmel. Nah, yeah, most yeah. people aren't cool with being, uh, you know, roped Associated. in with that. Was that, yeah. like, supposed to be a joke, or Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel hate each other, or he just picked Jimmy Kimmel's name? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if he hates Jimmy Kimmel, because I think a lot of the late-night guys gave him a bunch of crap when he was doing the vaccine stuff. Oh, um, but then he was so big like, on the psychedelics. Yeah, they make fun of him a lot, so he probably is pissed at them, I would guess. I don't know. Well, this is no joke. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel tweeted out, and I quote, Dear asshole, for the record, I have not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft brain wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. See, like, do you think he got roped in by, remember the fake list? Because Bob Saget was on one. Remember that? I never saw any fake list or saw anything with Bob Saget's name on it. I just got into an argument on Facebook with some loser who, after Bob Saget died, 
uh, and everybody was like paying tribute to him. He said, "Hey, Saget was on Epstein's list." Just saying, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Show me the list. Show me the list." And he wouldn't. And that's I it. Thought, I thought that there was a fake version of the list. But a lot of people don't know there is a real version of the list that's out there somewhere too, because the Sun, a newspaper in the UK, released it at some point. So it's not, it's like the worst kept secret. I, I think there's you could find it if you wanted to already. So who's releasing this list and making it official? The U.S. court system, Ah, because somebody was like suing for access to it, I believe. Also official, the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When does it start? And oh, you should watch out. Which (laughs) turned into a thing. What do you mean? The echo that you were doing? Oh, right. That was with my voice. No effects because I still don't know how to use the machine. No, I'm just saying what it what it sounded like toward the tail end. Oh, dicks, dicks, dicks. No, No. more more uh, Spanish. Sort of thing. Uh, Racial. Oh, oh yeah. I, well, I did not even catch that. <laughs> I could yeah. say it. <laughs> Give it a shot. The Summer Olympics start July 26th, by the way. They'll be on NBC and Peacock. And who else we will see on NBC and Peacock announcing the 2024 Olympics? My boy. Snoop Dogg. D-O-double-G. Which I find to be very exciting. Now, he did that thing with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that Olympics related or was that like the end of the year roundup? I forget now. Uh, I, know I, the I clip can't remember. But yeah, he will assist NBC in covering this summer's Olympics in Patty as part of their primetime coverage. He'll explore city landmarks, attend competitions and events, and visit with athletes and their friends and families. He says, we're going to have some amazing competitions, and of course, I'll be bringing that Snoop style to the mix. Let's elevate, celebrate, and make these games unforgettable late. Smoke the competition and may the best shine like gold. Peace and Olympic love, ya dig. So I'll be watching that and pretty much just for Snoop Dogg. And they also have, what, uh, curling during the Summer Olympics? Oh, no, that's winter. Oh, winter. That's- well, never mind. Do, break dancing would be tight. Do, do they have this? Sticks, the, sticks, what was sticks. the thing you were telling me that I didn't even believe was a real sport? Fast walking? That's speed right. walking? Speed walking. That yeah, that's going to be, be in Paris? Oh, it's exciting. I'm, uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, this next bit of news, I'm not completely sure why we know this information, but this gal is making headlines. Oh, uh, Nicki Minaj? Nope. Uh, Cardi it? B. Cardi B is right. And Cardi B telling everybody. What she did on New Year's Eve, and that is um, having sex with Offset. All right, that's nice. Headline, Cardi B reveals she and Offset had sex after celebrating New Year's Eve together. However, they are not back together. Oh. Oh, they had a, you know, a backslide. Yeah, she goes, was I clubbing with my baby daddy? Yes. Did I get D down on New Year's Eve? <laughs> yes. I need a D on New Year's Eve. Damn it, Celine's going to pull that, doesn't he? I feel like we're vibing on New Year's Eve. We had a good time. Still, she claims they're not back together. They are, however, working on their issues and going to therapy. Their uh, night of fun happened after Cardi B and Offset had, I guess, performed separately over at different hotels on New Year's Eve. And then uh, bottles start a popping, and then so did her pee. Do you so, think that's a um, a common day to sort of rekindle things with an ex? Like, people would do this on Valentine's Day. They'd be like, yeah. I don't have anybody for Valentine's Day, neither do I. And then you get back together for I don't have a midnight. Night. I don't have a midnight kiss. Exactly. Or in, in her case, a midnight penis. 
Right. I just wonder why um, she shared it. But I guess, you know, I also appreciate her transparency. She doesn't have a big filter. She she just lets it all right out there. This gal right here also making the <clears throat> headlines. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is right. And she, as we all know, is a national treasure. True. Um, uh, case in point, a Utah man named LeGrand Gold. Hell of a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and also hell of a diagnosis because he has stage four uh, colorectal cancer. Yikes. But just before the holidays, he was given six months to live. Double yikes. So he put together a bucket list and meeting Dolly was on it. And while she couldn't be there in person, she did call him. And she even serenaded him with a few lines from I Will Always Love You. And then she tossed his nickname, LG, into the song. How great is that? Now, LeGrand Gold says, and I quote, and I just, I have the quote. I'm going to say it first. She sang a song, put my name in the song. I feel like I'm immortal now. To that I say, no, you're not. Mm. You have stage four cancer. Oh, Boy, your bedside manner is not what it used to be. I'm just saying, that's just a strange line. <laughs> By the very nice of Dolly, LeGrand Gold. This is why you didn't get that make-a-wish job. What you are you were, talking uh... about? <laughs> Listen, kid. <laughs> I will sing to you, but I'll also tell you the hard truth. <laughs> Smoking that's a cigarette it. next to him. <laughs> I feel like I could do anything. Well, not anything. Uh, there's some things. All right, we have a lot of albums that are turning old, just like Sean is, in just a couple of months. And with that, I share with you uh, some of the highlights. Now, these are all albums that came out in 1974. That includes the self-titled album uh, from Kiss and Rush, Bad Company, Kansas. Mm -hmm. David Bowie's Diamond Dogs turns 50 this year. Deep Purple, their Burn album. How about Joni Mitchell's Court and Spark? Oh, yeah. And this gal's album turning 50 years old. Uh, oh, it rhymes. Is Litter on Step? That is correct. Damn, nice, Heart, Fritz. Heart Like a Wheel. This song, I don't believe, was on that album. It turns out if a song is over 50 years old, it probably isn't in our system. So uh, take that. I feel Ageist. immortal now, unlike LeGrand. On the boot, hmm. too. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. You I? might yep. get an email or two. I do apologize. My email is tips at the news com. <laughs> oh, here's uh, do I have time for one more? Because sure. I, this kind of blew my mind. Um, things may age, but for some reason, this song continues to get billions of views on YouTube. Before I play it, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No. Uh, baby shark thing or something? Party like it's 2012. And it has now hit Five billion views on YouTube. Jeez, twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. oh, 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 oh! Is it? Um, yeah, Gangnam, uh, Gangnam Style. Oh, Gangnam Style. yeah. How is it still getting views? Who's still going to YouTube know. to watch it? But yeah, uh, apparently, Gundam Style hits five billion views on YouTube. 11 years after its initial release. So I wonder if the person who's still watching it is like 11 years behind on all the other trends. Have you heard this song? Like they're about to start planking pretty soon. (laughs) And then they'll get into owling and go through owling again. Just like stand on a desk like an owl. (laughs) It's a weird time. We should bring it back.
On the mm. boob tube, The Price is Right at Night on CBS, third season premiere of I Can See Your Voice on Fox, series premiere of We Are Family on Fox, and the series finale of Magnum P.I. Not so immortal, are ya, Magnum? Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's on repeat as far as late night, and you follow your dreams on me on Instagram, at Sabrina Ambra, and most importantly, stay with me, America. Smoke weed every day. Thank you, Sabrina. Quick break. We're back with Fritz on the street. Now's the time to get our attention because we play for you. If we win, you win. Get your hands on the Fritz on the street magnet. Right now's the time. Get our attention and we'll select somebody to fight for. That's coming up next. Fritz on the street coming up next on the news junkie. From the Goldsmith Jewelry Shop Traffic Center. Shop the- Fritz on the street. The greatest game in all of radio in just a moment. Here's how this works, though, friends. We are going to fight for one of you. Each of us shall pick a person. And if we win in Fritz on the Street, you win the very rare, ultra-rare Fritz on the Street magnet designed by Fritz himself. I have chosen Keith from Facebook. Keith from Facebook is who I'm representing at Fritz on the Street. What about you, Sabrina? Well, uh, he hit me up on Instagram about 50 times last year and uh, 20 minutes ago. I'm going to go with Jeffy C. All right, Jeffy C on Jeffy Instagram. C. And what about you, C Lane? I am going mm. to the texting service right after I uh, turn my mic on, like a professional. Okay. There's an odd pause there. And I'm going to go with John L., who uh, is celebrating his 40th birthday today. Oh, John L. Birthday. All right, here we go. Keith, Jeffy, and John L., get ready, because we're about to battle it out. Fritz, are you ready? You bet your scroat. Here we go. Let's do Fritz on the streets. Hello, Sabrina. Hello, Sean. Hello, C-Lane. Welcome to 2024, Fritz on the Street. It's my year. Sponsored, as always, by Mo DeWitt. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. That number, 866-CALL-MO. 866-CALL-MO. And first place with zero points, we have Christopher Lane. Ah, Still in first. In second place with zero (laughs) points, we have Sean Wasson. (laughs) All right. And in third place with zero points, we have Sabrina Amber. Why am I in third place? Well, that's how we wrapped up last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Anybody's got a shot at this. The scoreboard is wide open for 2024. That is correct. Uh, If you think you know it, chime in. Eight uh, questions, as always. Four current event questions and four general knowledge trivia questions. I didn't do trivia last night just because, man, these holidays were so... Just run and gun. Cray, cray. Mm-hmm. Run and gun, and uh, I needed one more day to get some stuff done. So, so run and answered, gun and get the stuff done. Yeah, run and gun, <laughs> get the stuff done. He answered all these by himself, just different voices. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Correct. I did phoners last night. Uh, I texted about 30 people, and then this morning had 25 text messages wow. from people like, sorry, I passed out early. Do you still need me? And I was like, yes, please. Please call. All right. Okay, so these are freshies. Then. These are Fresh. freshies. Yep. Fresh mm-hmm. to death. So if you think you know, chime in for that bonus point. Question number one. Colorado being the first, which U.S. state became the second to uphold the legality of the fort? Sean? Maine. Maine is correct. Yes. Sean is the first one on the board. Colorado being the first, which U.S. state became the second to uphold the legality of the 14th Amendment? Sean, you got that right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Maine? This is old Trump on the ballot thing. Um, I think three. Three. I will go with... Is anyone hammered? No, it was this morning. Yeah, I don't know. 
Probably, yes. Four for Sabrina. I'm going with two. And two for Celine. Question number one with answers of two, three, and four. Let's see. Oh, I got this. Which U.S. state became the second to uphold the legality of the 14th Amendment? I believe it was New Hampshire. Maine. Maine. Uh, Maine. Is it Maine? Maine. No! Um, California. That would be five. That means yeah, Sabrina with a guess of four. Pick it up one point. Okay. Now, I don't know who said this, but you're right. We do have to factor this in. There's a lot of sober people answering mm-hmm. these questions. Uh-huh. Yep. That is a game changer right here. All right. Maybe they haven't cracked open that newspaper yet. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Question number two. What is the name of the NFL's all-star exhibition game? Sabrina. Sabrina? That is called one of my favorite, favorite games. That's going to be uh, the all-star Sealand. game. That is incorrect. Sealand? Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is correct. Damn it. Damn it. Sealand, out of eight answers, how many do you think said the Pro Bowl? Uh, I'm going to go eight. Eight. Seven. Eight? Seven for Sabrina. Six. And six for Sean. Question two with answers of six, seven, and eight. One dodo. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh, Only need one dodo. Someone's, uh, someone's picking it up and picking up two points. Let's see who. What is the name of the NFL's all-star exhibition game? Oh, um, Pro Bowl. We always watch it. I mean, the All-Star game. I don't know. Yeah! Listen, you know I don't know sports. Damn it! Oh, the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl? The Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl? That would be six. So Sean is picking up two points on that one. And Sabrina with a guess of seven, picking up one point. We move on now to question number three. Recently, a version of which beloved character entered the Sabrina. Sabrina? Steamboat Willie. That is correct. Oh, boy. Uh, Sabrina is picking that one up. Recently, a version of which beloved character entered the public domain? Sabrina, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Mickey Mouse or Steamboat Willie? Oh, I'm going to go with eight. Eight. Seven. Seven for Sealane. Six. And six for Sean. Question three. With answers of six, seven, and eight. Ding, 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 ding. Come on. Oh, boy. Recently, a version of which beloved character entered the public domain? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Um, Mickey Mouse? Mickey Mouse. Oh, my God, I don't know. Oh, my God. Mickey Mouse. Um, well, Mickey Mouse, but the other, the the original one. Mickey Mouse. That would be seven. So, Sealand is picking up two points, and Sabrina and Sean with your guesses of eight and six, each picking up one point. Question number four is upcoming. That's a halfway point on Fritz for the street. I'm going to change the name of it. <laughs> After question four, I'll tell you who is leading on the day. Question four goes like this. In what U.S. state is Dulles International Airport Ceiling. located? Ceiling. Dulles. The big D. Dulles. That's what they call it. Dulles, Dulles, Dulles. Dulles. Washington? That is incorrect. Sabrina. Sabrina? Dulles. That is Vermont. That is incorrect. Sean. Sean? Dallas? Uh, Which state? (laughs) Oh, which state? Texas. That is incorrect. That would be Virginia. Wait, Dulles is Washington, D.C. airport, though. Damn it. That's why. See, that's what threw me. I was like, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the Washington, D.C. airport. There's two of them. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Sabrina, you got question three right. We will start with you. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Virginia? I will go with five. Five. Um, six. Six for Sean. Four. And four for Sealand. Question four. Spreading that out, guys. With answers of four, 
five and six. In what U.S. state is Dulles International <clears throat> Airport located? Dulles. Uh, Dulles is in um, um, is it Missouri? Virginia. Maryland. Let me see. Um, Virginia? Maryland. Have my tongue. Have it. No. Texas? Uh, Virginia. That would be three. That means nice. with a guess of four, picking up one point. That lady, just like me, picked uh, Dallas because it sounds like Dulles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. As as I was looking at this question, I was like, that's in Texas, right? And I was yeah. like, oh, no, I was way off. Isn't right. it like Love Airfield or something? What's the Dallas airport? Just in case. Love um, Field. Love, love Field? All right. If we screw that up, we we're going to get lots of hate mail from Dallas. We love you, though. We With love you. Four up and four to go in first place. We have a tie all the way around the board with four points each. C-Lane slash John L., Sean Watson slash Keith, and Sabrina Amber slash Jeffy C. All in first place. Anybody's game. Yeah, we've never had that before. We have four remaining. Going on now to question number five. On Tuesday, an airplane with a... Sabrina. Sabrina. Oh, my gosh. That was in Thailand. Sealand. Japan. Japan is Japan. correct. Nicely so done. Close. Full question on Tuesday Not an really. airplane with over 300 on board ignited after colliding with another plane in which country? Sealand, you got that right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Japan? I want to go with six. Six. Mm, real quick, uh, Dallas Fort Worth is one of the airports, and then Love Field is another one. So we could clear that up. I'm going to say four. Four for Sean. You said sexy, like. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw a crazy one out here and do uh, five. Five for Sabrina. All right. Question five with answers of four, five, and six. On Tuesday, God. an airplane with over 300 on board ignited after colliding with another plane in which country? Japan. I don't know. I don't know. Spain? Uh... Israel. I'm just going to take a wild guess. Okay, so uh, Japan. Yeah. Japan! Uh, yeah, nothing. I don't know. Was it China? Uh, is it Japan? Japan! <laughs> that would be three. So, Sean, with a guess of four, picking up one point. Yeah. Three remaining now. Question six. Let's talk Spanish. Ooh. Uh -oh. Mano a mano. Translate. Sealing. Man to man. That is incorrect. Sabrina. Sabrina. Uh, hand in hand. Ha Sean. Hand to hand. That is incorrect. Sean. One versus one. That is incorrect. That would be hand to hand. Hand to hand. See, Lane, you got me. That is. You said hand in hand. Hand to hand. Hand to hand. Let's go, go back, back to the hand to hand combat. But hand in hand combat is not the same thing. See, Lane, you got question five right. We will start with you. Oh, Out of eight answers, how many do you think said hand to hand? Three. Three. Five. Five for Sabrina. Two. And two oh. for Sean. Question six with answers of two, three, and five. Come ding, on. ding, 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 Come ding. On. Someone knows two. that Espanol. Uh, mano a mano translates to what? Um, man to man? Hand to hand. Man on man. Man to man. <laughs> uh, man on man. Guys. Hand to hand. Uh, is that hand to hand? Man a man. Man on man. That would be three. Guys, oh my god. Yeah, I don't think mon o. Do you just, just add an o to the English word and that's Spanish? Uh, I said one, and I know uno is the word for one. What the uno hell? Uno. <laughs> god almighty.
Uh, let's see. Uh, I got to make sure that I, I'm adding these. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, yes. So that means uh, C Lane with a guess of three picking up two points, and Sean with a guess of two picking up one point. Yeah. That was a shocker uh, to me. First, first one of the year. Mm-hmm. Question Shaco, seven. Oh, shocko. Question seven. During a trip to Busan, an opposition leader from which country Sabrina. was stabbed? Sabrina. That would be Portugal. That is incorrect. Sean. Sean. South Korea. South Korea is correct. And I'm back in 2023. Sean, did you see that? Yeah, I did. Uh, I can't believe that guy didn't die, actually. Right. some like There's a huge crowd of people around this politician who almost won their last election, and somebody walks right up to him and just jabs a thing in his neck, like <laughs> just right in front of everybody. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, uh, you got that right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said South Korea? Four. Four? Two. Two for Sabrina. Ah, uh, should I do it? Three. Do it. And three, C lane. Question seven with answers of two, three, and four. Ding, 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 ding. Who knows they're knife-wielding maniacs? <laughs> During a trip to Busan, an opposition leader from which country was stabbed in the neck? Russia. Oh, uh, South Korea. Israel. It's South Korea? Mm, Jerusalem. Oh, my God. Where have I been? I think it's South Korea. Don't know. That would be three. So, uh, C-Lane is picking up two points. Uh. Sabrina and Sean with a guess of two and four, each picking up one point. That means we move on to question number eight. But before we do, let's take a look at the leaderboard. In first place with nine points, that would be C-Lane slash John L. Nice. In second place with eight points, we have Sean slash Keith. And in third place with five points, we have Sabrina slash Jeffy C. Moving on now to question number eight. What is the capital of Minnesota? St. Paul. St. Paul is correct. Sealand, out of eight answers, how many do you think said St. Paul? I would say that six people know St. Paul. Six. Seven. Seven for Sabrina. Four. And four for Sean. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Your your eyes after you you committed to four were. <laughs> I just not, let oh, I let one word come out of my mouth and I was like whatever number it is that's what we're going to go with. Question eight with answers of four six and seven. Ding 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 ding. Who is picking up two points? What is the capital of Minnesota? St. Paul. St. Paul. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is it Duluth? Minneapolis. John. St. Paul. Come on. St. Paul. Come on. That would be four. That means Sean yeah. is picking up two points. And we have a tie for the first ever Fritz on the Street in 2024. In first mm-hmm. place with 10 points each, we have Sean slash Keith and C Lane slash John L. Congratulations. Nice. And in third place with five points, we have Sabrina slash Jeffy C. So the leaderboard in first place, C Lane with 10 points, Sean Wasson with 10 points, and in third place with five points, Sabrina Ambra. And that is Fritz on the Street. Thank you, Fritz. Look at him go, folks. He's the best of the best, and we're back for 2024 with more Fritz on the Street as per usual. Oh, yeah. Follow Fritz. Go over to his Instagram. It's no underscore regrets underscore coyote. No underscore regrets underscore coyote is his Instagram. And if you go over there, you'll be able to keep on top of things for when you can play trivia and actually get on Fritz on the Street. Fritz, you going to hang out with us? I would love to. All right, we're back with him and a whole lot more. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. 
Real Radio is the Jim Colbert Show. On the next Jim Colbert Show, your chance to see the Orlando Magic take on the Atlanta Hawks in a suite at the Kia Center. Later today on the Jim Colbert Show. The Jim Colbert Show. Today at 3 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1. From the... In just a moment, winners of Fritz on the Street, please email tips at thenewsjunkie.com with your name and address, and I'll put those in the pile. I've got a huge pile of magnets from the end of last year that i got to send out, so I'm thinking probably this weekend I can get caught up on that, and yours will go out with it. So if you're owed something, just be patient. It's happening real soon, I promise. And what happens is I, just, I print them all out, and it stacks up on my desk, and I go, all of these magnets for Game of Magnets have to be sent out. I think I might have 40 or something, 50 maybe stacked up right now. It's it's a whole bunch. See, uh, Lane, these keep uh, turning into news stories here because people are just totally confused by this phenomenon. But there was a video that went viral over the weekend, and I, I'd seen this on my timeline Facebook, as well. Instagram, and Twitter, y'all see this? All the people who aren't in this world, this world that Sea Lane is very much in, all the people who aren't in that world do not understand this in the slightest. Mm. You have any idea what I'm talking about? What that was on this the video? The world that I am in. Dave it's Matthews not, cover bands. Neither uh, one of those. Not Moons, not Dave Matthews. Um, Drones? Okay. Is this for real? Like, yes. It's yes. a world that we are not like faking. Yes. So and the world. -Lane, with drones, Sea Lane only has one drone in oh, his house. Is it little people? No. <laughs> He doesn't have any little people. Like, he technically has a little person in his house. No, it's not little people. Uh, <laughs> is it something nerdy like like technology? Raspberry. Raspberry uh, World. Oh, Raspberry I know, Pi. I, Raspberry I, World. I know. <laughs> Why? I don't know what, you know, it's a little computer put all the, the, the things yeah. in it. I know when I say this, you might go, well, C-Lane has a number of things that he has several of. Like, he's known to have three or four or five refrigerators or something. Oh, yeah, yeah that's I true. He's got a collection. That's not it, though. He's got even more of this thing in his house. Guitars? More than guitars. Flashlights. Oh, my God. This I, might be the one item you have the Christmas most trees. of. Uh, nope. MacBooks. Not Christmas trees, not MacBooks. Oh man, I'm very, and I don't think most of them are yours. Uh, crusty socks. <laughs> most of them, I believe, are your wives. Um, uh, oh, Stanley cups? That's it. I knew you'd get it eventually. <laughs> the Woo! phenomenon of people obsessed with these Stanley cups, Dude, not when as we, in when we bring, when we bring those in public. There's inevitably some girl that works somewhere that goes, "Oh, I love my Stanley." What is that? The one with the you know the straw and the handle? No, yeah, well, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's they're big and they're not like right now. I see a lot of people bringing these water bottles around that are. It's like a cup, and the outside is made of like all these little crystals, and it's sharp. I don't know why oh. anybody wants one. Oh, for defense. They're like, it's like sharp when you grab it because of the material that's uh, on the outside. I don't, they look kind of cool, but I don't know. Those are bad. But these Stanley ones, there was a video of, I believe it was a Target, and they had just gotten a new shipment of these special red Stanley cups that you can drink out of, and people ran at it like Tickle Me Elmo Mania, mm. and they're diving all over each other, and they're grabbing every last Stanley cup out of the thing that they're uh, all uh, like loaded into. And it, people are so confused as to what's happening here. My wife getting another story. My, my wife, wife bought herself a. She's a, she's like, look at my Christmas Stanley. I had to get it because it's a Christmas Stanley. It is white, 
and it has like a little leaf on it, just a little. <laughs> That's and it. I'm like, this does not scream Christmas. It, it, it came with like uh, the straws were looked like candy canes. There's that, but I'm like, this is not really screaming Christmas at me. And then she got a Stanley for Christmas that was like customized for her, like laser engraved. Uh-huh. That's really nice. So, I mean, what's the hype? I mean, does it keep drinks really cold for a long time or it's, it's a, just the aesthetic? It's like a Yeti with a, with a really sturdy handle on it. And, uh, they I, I are, don't know. for the record, they are not cheap. No, the, I got one for my sister. Stanley's. I don't know if that was an official Stanley cup because I had just, I, I saw the big cup and I got it. It said, howdy, howdy, howdy. And mm-hmm. she's not a country lover by any means. But I keep thinking of the actual trophy. Yeah. The, the they should have a Stanley uh, Cup. It's, it's very looks- confusing. This is a 40-ounce Stanley Cup, not like the hockey one that you get. See, like, what would your guesstimate be? How many of those Stanley Cup drink things are underneath your roof right now? At least 15. <laughs> See, I told you. I knew it was one of the things you had the most of under your roof because people are, especially younger people, are nuts for these right now. And there's nothing but super particular about them. Like, there's a lot of other water bottles that do the same exact thing. There's a lot of other water bottles that look exactly like it. But the phenomenon of everybody having a water bottle has spread all over the place. And now it's about which one you have. And those are ones that have built up like a fan base. It says everybody is still obsessed with giant Stanley Cups. Uh, and I saw, yeah, I saw the video of people just going nuts to try to gobble up as many uh, as they possibly could. I and mean, if you look right now, if you look for the Stanley Cup on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, they have a bunch of them. The first one doesn't count because it's got a weird handle, and that's not really the one you want. But you, what you're looking for is the 40 ounce H2.0 Flow State Tumbler, mm-hmm. is, is what it's officially called. And um, the pricing on these things. Is anywhere from sixty-four to seventy-four, Jesus. seventy for a damn cup. Seventy-eight to sixty-four. One is the thirty ounce, so that one doesn't count. Seventy-four, seventy-eight, eighty-nine, ninety-nine for the pink dust one. Uh, Seventy-one for one. I think I already got her. Uh, Sixty-nine bucks for the purple or or lavender one. Is but she using a different cup for each day, or you just have a cabinet full of cups might. that are untouched? Oh, we have a cabinet full of cups. I she think it's might. almost like it used like coffee mugs. So right. yeah, of course you have your one that you like. But unlike me, I use the same this dodo bottle over here every single day, How and it's great. Clean that bad boy. About once a month. Probably moldy a little bit inside. No, no, it's good. I clean up because I use it all the time. I clean about once a month now. I gave up. This one. I'm back to plastic. Sorry, turtles. Oh, yeah. Well, then not that many turtles actually died. We were too sensitive about that, I think. But 15 is, is a lot. That's a, just, I'm running the numbers on that in my head. And I think it's like coffee mugs. It's like, oh, I can't bring the same Stanley every day. <laughs> what are you talking about? I want to be, that's too much. So people are just sending them some money. Also, another thing that people are doing as of the new year, according to the Metro, this says people are resetting their virginity on New Year's Day. Super easy to do. Uh, you could just say it and bam, it's like done. Control Alt Delete that thing. Yeah, you get rid of all your sexual history. Uh, because all this stuff is really made up. And they said, and what is perhaps the most surprising trend of the new year so far, which unfortunately doesn't have anything to do with the classic Madonna song. Uh, I get it. Dang. Social media users are declaring that when the clock struck midnight, they became virgins again. Even rapper Lil Nas X was in on it. 
Uh, it's 2024, meaning all of our body counts have been reset to zero. Body counts. Uh, said, Does that mean when you go to make love to somebody in the new year, you're like, I'm a virgin. I've never done this before. <laughs> uh, be easy with me. I might not know my way around this. Somebody else says, who else woke up a virgin? This is from Huge Ass on Twitter. It's a new year. Body count back at zero, ladies. A lot of people who are jumping in on this. It's all made up anyways, uh, but they said a lot of people are starting the year with uh, new virginity. Just I like mean, that. I just like, I wouldn't call it virginity. You just call you, you're, you're whatever. You're, you're, I, I guess re- your business. resetting your count for mm-hmm. the year seems like, okay, do you, are you hooking up that much if you need to Can reset I, the count for the year? I don't know if this sounds good or bad, but every time I hear one of these cringe conversations about body count, I I go... I'm amazed that all these people know exactly how many people they had sex with. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah, I maybe the other, you know, younger generations started writing it down or there's like a, you know, some sort of app you can keep tally. Like in the notes app, do they have a note where they write down each person? Okay, here's my list. Of, I have no I, I and I know that sounds really lame because it seems like a humble brag, like can't even count up. It's not that at all. I just literally I, there's so many things that I don't remember, yeah. you know? I, was, I don't know. It sounds a bad really too. Really long time ago though. All right. Yeah. There was like I think in college, like my freshman year or sophomore year of college, I like actually wrote down like mm-hmm. everyone that I had hooked up with or something. Yeah. And I don't know where that list is now. And I could not tell you. Like, there are some people I'm like, alehouse guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it said. <laughs> Part of my... There's many times, and for good reason, that you don't remember. And that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you just I, go get your yearly exam. And I wonder how alehouse guy's doing. Yeah. <laughs> now the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. How about that? Oh, man. What could have oh, been? So you're still friends with alehouse guy? Yeah, but he just goes by alehouse guy. He's actually CEO of Alehouse. The only other person like that I remember was there was um oh god was she Van Girl that Ew, you were uh, <laughs> looking for for a while. Like, so you got Alehouse guy and Van Girl. What what was it? Wasn't there a okay, it was a dispatch. about me Van? No, it was a dispatch. No, uh, no, there there was somebody that you had met with and you were like is this a conversation we had on the air (laughs) yeah yes 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 and you said afterwards you're like in case you're out there anywhere i thought i thought the thing about her was that she had a van i think you met her at a metal show Guys, I don't know what you're talking about. This is my body count. Sucks. Was this was this like Sabrina's misconnection on Craigslist? Like, this was a very long time ago. To Van Girl, exactly. Yes, that's how Van it went girl. down. And, and I don't know if it was Van Girl. Maybe I've muddied the waters with Van Girl. It was sometime yeah. last was Maserati year. Maserati Girl. No, no, Maserati Girl and Van Girl sound very different. Yeah, I really was, don't remember. Yeah, it was like you, you like made more. a connection. And then, Not that no, great I, of a connection. I, I don't think that this was like a, anything sexual had occurred. Yeah, I think didn't, it was I toward like, the van, and I was like, we should see where this goes. Great van. I don't, I don't even know if a van was involved. I've okay. thrown the van into the mix. But I, there was somebody, and you were like, there was some fact about her. Uh, somebody's saying she met her at a concert. Yeah. yeah and somebody's That's saying she, she lived in a van, and they hit it off. Y'all. And, oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm getting a flashback. But let's keep it in the past. How about that? <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fine. I'm just... uh, very happily taken with someone who lives in uh, an apartment. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's an upgrade. That Move sounds over like a wheels. <laughs> Take that. Uh, but thank okay. you guys for remembering my Can't personal that apartment at Taco Bell, though. No. Oh, can't. my God. We, we are way behind. We're going to get in so much trouble take... with Jack. 
Wait, no, we're not. We're not behind. We're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're good. We're good. I thought we were way behind. Let's do Ooh, a couple and of days we're behind now. <laughs> this goes Ooh. back and forth real quick. Oh, I did look up earlier. So we were talking about this uh, changing your eye color, the surgery to do it, and I wanted to find out because somebody said this is insanely risky and dangerous. And most people the, that get this the surgery metric, go blonde. wasn't really a metric, but yes, the, th- the thing that stuck out to me was like most people who have gotten this surgery have gone blind. And then mm. it's like, well, how many people is that? I want right. to know, like, how many how many have we gotten through and still not gone? We should stop doing this. Yeah. So if you miss this, this it's up on See It Now over at the newsjunkie.com. So you can see what I'm talking about. And this woman shows her eyes. And then she has this procedure done, which is called iris implant surgery. And afterwards, she shows her eyes, and they look very different. Uh, and I think Fritz was the one who said, it's like, there's an uncanny valley type thing going For on sure. here. Where it looks bizarre. Check it out on the newsjunkie.com in the See It Now section. Um, and the person had responded, and I knew so many young women were going to see this on like TikTok and Instagram and say, oh, I want to get that done. I could have these beautiful blue eyes or whatever. They would be searching for, and it's supposed to be dangerous. So in researching this, there's a couple of things. There's one thing that you can get done where they inject eye, or dye rather, into your eyeball. They inject dye into your eye, and it can change the color of eye your dye. pupil. Yeah, I've and seen I, that done <clears throat> with the sclera, the, the, the white part. Yep, yes. Ooh. Yeah, and, and I guess that has been done a lot and is much more common and isn't as dangerous, but it's not as shocking of, of a result as when you get the iris implant done. You know what else happens when you uh, get a bone marrow transplant? Mm-hmm. They have said that some of the patients, if you've gotten the, if your donor had curly hair or very light eyes, your hair would start to curl and your eyes would get lighter. Well, in this case, I don't think this is coming a from fun a fact for you. person, is it? Are these are these coming from a like a cadaver? A person? No. Who's alive? What bone marrow? No, the iris implants. Oh. So it says iris implants are marketed are on the internet eyes. as a safe way to change your eye color, but studies of people who have had the procedure show it can be seriously dangerous and damage your eyes and vision. In one case, a patient lost most of her natural irises in both eyes. Now, there is a reason for this to be done. Here's what it can do. I got like a little snapshot in front of me. You can see the top is the before and the bottom is the after. Now, there are some people who have various eye diseases where the cornea or the iris of your eye actually turns completely red and it just stays that way. Or it gets really faded out because you have some kind of disease. And this is a way for them to like make them look vibrant again and make your eyes look like you want them to. The one on the left is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty good outcome, right? Like they look pretty impressive, actually. Uh, but it's supposed to be saved for people. This is the, the right here. This is, this is the Corrado pigmentation. I think I'm saying that right, but maybe I'm not. Corrado. Could they call it Corrado, K-E-R-A-T-O, or Corrado pigmentation. That's the uh, injecting the color in your eye. The iris implants that the lady did in the viral video, very, very dangerous. Some online discussions say the procedure is safe, claiming the technology used is similar to that of uh, what they use to treat cataracts. This is inaccurate as well as misleading, says an ophthalmologist, James Sy, M.D., he says, we strongly caution people against having cosmetic iris implant surgery. So those uh, warnings should be heated. Dangerous stuff if you see that and start getting excited about changing your eye color. All right, quick break. When we come back, jury duty. Plus, we already got trouble with Steamboat Willie. 
What happened? How did Steamboat Willie get milkshake ducked this, this fast? It's kind of astounding, but it is coming up next on the News Chunky. You know you're going to waste part of your day on social media, so why not waste it with us? Real Radio 104. Coming up in just a moment, we'll get into some of the stories grabbing our attention out there. Plus, Steamboat Willie is already in trouble. Steamboat Willie, just a couple of days out in the free world, copyright. Uh-huh. Uh, and he gets busted for meth. <laughs> public domain for three days, and then all hell breaks loose, so... We'll see what's happening with that. Real quick, I heard it in uh, our sports update, which I'm always yeah. paying um, attention to. Surprised yeah, you too. just heard it because I got that as soon as I woke up. Big sports yeah. update for the day. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit behind on this. Shame. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Sports shame. I also saw our old friend D Royale had tweeted about this, and I said, "Why were these two teams playing each other? Why was that a thing?" You had Grambling which is a university, and they have a women's basketball team that I guess is fairly good. And they were playing uh, Biblical Studies, another team. Um, Party school. uh, Grambling won. Grambling won by a decent margin. This is like the last 45 seconds or so, I think, of the game right here. All right, you hear them out there? See the score down there. (laughs) See the score is... 159 to 18 is ah, the score in this game, which, I mean, at that point, God, that must hurt your feelings to I mean, look at that score. I, I feel like maybe one of the teams gave up, right, at some point. Oh, they maybe had first, to. First quarter. All right, this is 15 seconds left. All right, that's the first end. Half. All right, the final. Here's the final right here. It was 159 to 18. Oh, man, I didn't even see the outcome. I bet a lot of money on uh, this game. Sorry, I hope you bet on uh, Grambling. I did not. Oh, no. Look at that. Even Ugh. the audience left. There's five people in the screen. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they were like, we were just excited to play. We had no thoughts oh. that we were going to win this game. The one star player on Grambling got so many points. I think she got... Double the points of the opposing team. Wow. The star players just like, holy cow. That Maybe is... stick to the Bible and release the uh, basketball. Yeah, if there was a Bible competition, it would have been a, a better turnout. For yeah, them, it would have been so. a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. This was not as good. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Well, before we do jury duty, let's do the Steamboat Willie story very quickly because... The moment Steamboat Willie wandered out into the area of public domain, meaning that you could use it and not get in trouble from Disney's attorneys, we learned that there was a horror movie on the way, there was a horror video game on the way, there was all sorts of things where they were going to use Mickey. Oh, yeah, like a first-person shooter. Yep. Uh-huh. And one of them is now being milkshake ducked because they said our game's going to be called Infestation 88. Yes, I uh, mentioned that one yesterday. And mm-hmm. what was wrong with what they did? Well, the number 88 is associated oh, with... Oh, the, yeah, Heil Hitler. Yeah, right. because H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And 88... Wasn't, wasn't uh, uh, 88 like a forbidden number in Jeopardy? Like it was oh, like a like an unheard of rule, but that they secretly kind of tell you like you can't end your wagers in eighty eight or something like that. I think you're right. I do vaguely recall that, and obviously but they've had Nazi video games before. It can't um, be uh, Steamboat Willie fighting the Nazis. Well, I mean, if you go back to oh god, see, Hell, what's the, Donald uh, Duck joined the Nazis uh, damn near. <laughs> oh, he, he did. did? Yeah, <laughs> I, that was. 
back in the war days, it got weird for a little while. But when it comes to video games, oh god, it, what's the one I'm thinking of? Zealand? What's the Wolfenstein? Uh, Wolfenstein. Thank you, Fritz. Wolf, Wolfenstein is like a Nazi thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they've had these kind of It's anti-Nazi, just to clarify. Yes, yeah. right. And so they just thought 88. It's one of those things where they go, it's better just to not have this stupid drama around this. And so they've changed it. Now it's called Infestation Origins. Oh, uh, why not just go with 89? Uh, Vice and Kotaku, or however you say it, uh, they were saying that, oh, my God, it's a dog whistle. We can't have this. And so they said we've changed it to Infestation Origins, more of this Disney stuff. Well, I should say Steamboat Willie-related stuff on the way. But I did see this great thread yesterday on uh, X slash Twitter. Okay, because I saw one on threads. Um, with, it was a was bunch it? of lawyers or people pretending to be lawyers saying, like, everyone is assuming that they could make whatever they want, but there is some sort of, there's still some sort of trademark, and you can't make it look like Disney well, I saw a couple people who had gotten copyright strikes on YouTube or demonetized on YouTube because they had done something with this, and they're like, hey, what the hell? And I looked at the dates of when they got the copyright hit, and it was December 31st. Uh, and it was like, you dope. You couldn't have waited the extra day. All you had to do, January 1st was when this actually changed over. And I don't know what's going to happen there. I think some of that might just be false positives on YouTube because they haven't straighten things out just yet but the thread that i saw it was a bunch of attorneys and they go all right so you have uh of course um this character right steamboat willie but steamboat willie doesn't always have the little hat on like the the captain's hat or whatever the boat hat he takes that off and he has ears just like mickey mouse so you can use the ears and you can use his body, and also in one scene he you changes can use his body. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will. <laughs> he changes to color in one of the scenes, so you can do it in color. It doesn't just have to be black and white, and so it opens things up quite a bit. But Steamboat Willie doesn't look exactly like Mickey Mouse. It's a little Disney's difference. so mad. Oh, I'm I'm sure they're not happy about this. How do they not to, know? Uh, they know for sure. They just don't have a choice, right? They well, they had started to try to use it again, and the Disney thing that would go before Disney movies was that you know the little Steamboat Willie song. Yeah, that was a hum, breath, and whistle at the same time. That was very I, impressive. I don't know how the song really goes. I was trying. You know, he's steamboat. on the little thing. Yeah, he's on the steamboat doing his thing, and they started putting that before Disney movies. So I don't, I don't know. This is all going to be interesting to see it move forward. But uh, there we go. Uh, they got rid of the Hitler thing. Good on them for that. Uh, here goes nothing. Nine. Let's do jury duty. Court is now in session. So put your phone down and pay attention before we call the bailiff over to whip your ass. You're now on jury duty with the news junkie. Jury duty brought to you by the one, the only Mo DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. 866-CALL-MO. 866-CALL-MO. Or go to justcallmo.com. There are lots of attorneys out there, but you want to make sure you're in good hands. Or maybe somebody that you care about who gets into an accident or gets injured at work who's asking you, hey, what attorney should I go to? You want to take care of them? Tell them, go over to Moses DeWitt. 866-CALL-MO. Or go to justcallmo.com. It's stunning to me how many of you have been in an accident, reached out to Mo, and then followed up with me saying, this was a great experience. It only took like a month 
everything's wrapped up. You got a check in your hand, and it's pretty great. Uh, and you deserve to be treated that way. So eight six six call Mo or go to justcallmo.com. It's getting weird out there to search for the adult stuff online. Some big changes happening. Of course, we know in Utah, Mississippi. Virginia and Arkansas, Mm. you cannot access the website Pornhub. You cannot go there. What about Hub Porn? That probably works, but they shut down their website in those territories because there's different laws that require people to like put in their ID information to prove that they're 18. Now, add two states to the list. It's now Utah, Mississippi, Virginia, Arkansas, Montana, and North Carolina. Two new states where you can no longer access that adult website. Okay, so you can't go to straight up Pornhub.com. Mm-hmm. But it's very easy to do it with a proxy, right? You they're not blocking they're not blocking that website. The website is shutting itself down in those territories. Mm-hmm. So that they don't run afoul of any kind of laws that are rolled out there. I want to see. I'm only getting 2021 as the earliest. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was trying to see what state, like, what were they looking for? Arkansas. That is, apparently, if I'm looking at the right say, is that Arkansas, the orange one? uh, I can't see. The mic's in the way. Pantyhose, apparently, was the top porn genre searched on Pornhub in Arkansas. It's the green one above Louisiana. Never mind moaning. 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 Oh, those are they both seem a little bit buttoned up. And the one that's a perfect square, huge uh, boobs. The one that pops, <laughs> if it pops out, that's Wyoming. Guys, I, like, I know all the surrounding uh, states, but when uh-huh. it gets in the middle, it's like I get very confused. They're all the same. Right. Okay. That's why well, I'm in t- radio. A quick break, real quick. That's why you're And when we come back, we will so get into your dispatches <laughs> that are piling up right now. If you missed it earlier, we talked about Just OK 8. We'll hit on that again when we come back. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Your 30 seconds of airtime awaits. The talkback feature on the free iHeartRadio app. You know, I don't know if I'm just old man now or what, but... Last night, Cordy and I are sitting down, and she goes, hey, you want to watch this movie? And the movie's called Eileen. I don't know if you guys have seen anything about this. Um, but I've heard of... Never mind. It's going to be a no. stupid song joke. You're going to say something about doing something on her? or yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's not that. No, it's a movie called Eileen. That? Nothing to do with Dexie's Midnight Runners? Correct. Yeah, Point for Sean. Woof. Barely got that. You're welcome. But... Anne Hathaway is in this movie, and there's a bunch of other people you might know, and lots of great acting and all that. But um, with in mind that we've had several stories in the last year or so about how subtitles have just taken off, and especially young people are using subtitles when they watch anything on television or Netflix or oh, whatever. Yes. I've jumped on that. They keep the subtitles on, and I'm like, okay, that seems a little strange, whatever. But more and more, I hear that people are doing this. And we're watching this movie, Eileen, last night. And I go, I don't think I've understood a single thing an actor has said in the last 15 minutes. Thank you. On this screen. And I said, and Courtney goes, you know what? I'm going to put the subtitles on for a little while. And we ended up putting them on because there's this thing that has been so prevalent, especially in movies. You're not going to find this in like a 21 Jump Street type movie. You're going to find this in like art house movies. You're going to find this in movies that are a little bit more artsy. 
there's this loose ass, very natural dialogue that they do where they don't emphasize or pronounce words like we might on the radio. It's kind of like and, those, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like the ones in the store. Like here's here's an example. Like, uh, what did the store and got some tomatoes? Or then we went over to uh, checked out and like uh, Roma or yeah, uh, like a, it's just uh, what yeah, the heirlooms either, are on kind, sale. Yeah. You listen, movie. you listen to it and you go, <laughs> I have no idea what those two people just said to each other, and and that's because this style of acting is like normal people don't talk like this. I went to grocery store, got big tomato. <laughs> don't take that please, please take that <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, it's gonna sound weird in the long run uh and you don't talk like that so the actors are right to say we have to put a more natural affection on the way we deliver our lines but they're doing it so much that even i can't understand what the hell they're saying or you're getting old sean no it's not this i'm telling you my my ears are still relatively good, despite the fact that uh, we we abuse them with these headphones for four hours a day every single damn day. Do you do you uh, use a sound bar on your TV? Yes, yeah, we have um, a sound bar on the TV because I I have I haven't decided on like if I'm going to keep the sound bar or just use the TV sound. But a lot of times, like they're starting to do this thing, and it, it really annoys filmmakers. Uh, the the AI picture, you know, mm -hmm. try and enhance your your picture with AI. And it's never good. Right. And I've tried my hardest to make sure there's like nothing like that on my television. But then there, the AI sound thing is doing a thing now too. Mm hmm. And yeah. so it could be that like there exists a sound profile that's perfect for these mumble movies, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know if any, anything like that could fix it. I, if it would, I would even try it. I think it's just in the actual recording of the audio itself. They just mumbled their way through everything. And if you see this movie, Eileen, again, is the name of it with Anne Hathaway. You'll know what I'm talking about. And it's a cool, like, I think it's supposed to be, I don't know, in the 60s or something. It's, it's like in the past. And all the characters smoking and it's all kinds of different scenes that stand out. But all of the dialogue is like muff, uh, like a mush mouth, I guess. Is that what you said? It makes you want to go, oh, come you on, Eileen. No, it's not that. We're not beginning and ending with that joke. We're going with the dispatches now. Kind of so just did. Maybe we are. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's go over to you and see what's happening where you are. Joe says, got beat bad. Uh, maybe he's talking about the basketball game. When I was uh, 15 years old, I played in a summer league in, mm -hmm. in southern Michigan, and we were pretty good. Uh, but one Saturday, we showed up to a tournament, and this team comes out in full-on matching uniforms, matching shoes, everything. Oh. And we barely had the same color T-shirts. Well, the game started. Halftime was 53-0. to zero. End of the game was 101-13. to 13. That was the last game we ever played as a team. <laughs> oh, they shut uh, you down. Find out three of the players ended up going to the NBA. And... Uh, they all went to a school in uh, outside of Detroit called Detroit Country Day, a very private, privileged school. All right. I feel like there's a 50% chance that was a plot to some movie that I'm not aware of. But otherwise... It very well could be. If you beat a team in a sport and you cause that team to never play that sport again, that's that's a pretty big statement. I'd rather I learn earlier during uh, the summer than I've, I've, you know, the entire year that you're in school and you just continually I, get... You know, Pummeled. I, I've certainly been on teams before where we had um, 
what was it called? Like the run rule in oh, baseball? Yeah, the mercy rule or whatever. The mercy rule. Yeah, that sounds worse, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the mercy rule, and they go, all right, they're winning by too much. We have to shut the game down. And I remember being on teams where that happened. You go, Ooh. We had that in ping pong. There was like a rule in ping pong. I'm sorry, you played in a ping pong team? A professional no. ping pong team. No, no, you just, just play ping pong. You just did this with your friends hanging out and stuff? Yeah, but if you if you got to like seven, if it got to seven, nothing, I forget mm-hmm. what we called it, but you, you win. You do, well, no need to play the rest of the game. You know what sport everybody's watching today? And in fact, there's a live stream with tons of people paying attention to this. Not ping pong. It's not ping pong. No, it's, close. it's the world. It's close because the same room that I played ping pong in had this. The world of darts right now ah, is getting yeah. a lot of attention. And the reason for this is a guy named Luke Littler. And this guy, he is 16 years old. And he's about to be in the World Darts Championship final. He also and looks like... 27 years old. He and does. Lives at mom's house. Yeah, it, it looks a little bit like those Puerto Rican baseball players that you find in the Little League World Series where you go, "Are you are you really the age that you're saying?" Beard. Yeah, this kid looks a little old to be. He's not. They said they actually verified he's 16 years old and he's going to be vying for the World Darts Championship. I'm sure Obviously, that I we know a bunch of people who would sell this kid beer. Uh, you think so? He just, just looks look at him. Yeah, yeah. He said it's crazy to even think I'm in the final on my debut. It's the first time he's been in the uh, championship, and the first time he's uh, been in the the challenge itself. He said, uh, asked about the preparation for this final. He said, I'll be doing what I've been doing. In the morning, I'll go for my ham and cheese omelet and then come here, have a pizza, and then prep on the board. That's what I've done every day, he what said. What a another sport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to deal only, with some clogged arteries with that diet. I, he's already made over $220,000, and the youngest person to do this before him was 21 back in 2008. He's just sixteen. Okay, wait a second. Flag on the on the on the field here. Oh, damn. What, what happened? What's the flag for? His girlfriend, who uh, I guess her mom is uh, like, kind of snapping back at people who say she's just a gold digger. Mm-hmm. She's twenty one. His girlfriend's twenty one. Yep. And he's sixteen. Yep. Statutory rape. I guess not Maybe in England, right? Hands. I, I guess in England that might be a passing. You're able to do that, but that seems if like I, I mean there are some guys who would want to do that. But darts uh, hero, I mean yeah, darts hero Luke Littler, 16, met girlfriend of six weeks uh, Eloise Milburn while playing FIFA on Xbox, where they bonded over their love of the game. So she talks right. to him online while he's playing the video game. This is why no, you can't let your kids too. on this stuff. All right, shut it down. The idea that your ki- if you're ceiling before 16. Don't let Jackson on any of these video games where you can chat with other human beings. Don't let him on any Ugh, of those. You sound like a not fun dad. No, you know, I, because my son, Dylan, at one point was trying to run away to move to like Montana because he met this girl on PlayStation Live or whatever. I thought they were trying it, to move into your house. No, that that was a different thing. <laughs> There's always something. That was, that was a different one. Uh, he's doing good right now, though. He's got something going on. But yeah, he met somebody on there, and it's like, Grandpa, oh, is we, it you? No, 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 no. Uh, he was oh, like, Can you imagine if the tarot reader? We're in love. <laughs> you, you, you know, you wouldn't even know about this, Dad. This is like a truly oh my God, special he took a thing. shot at you. I think that it was a long time ago. Love? He was only fifteen or so. 
And he wanted to go to meet this girl that he had met on the internet playing these video games. And that's how this 16-year-old darts player met his 21-year-old girlfriend. Back in our day, we just did ASL and hoped that they had a nice voice. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Like, now it's so plugged in. Like, Jackson's entire life is going to be spent on the internet. He's already, I'm sure, been on the internet. Like, Look at you trying to control how you parent. I'm not trying to control how he parents. Did did you not just say, don't let Jackson play online games until he's 15? It's called giving advice to somebody. I'm giving advice because I'm saying, look, here's something that happened in my life. May I suggest or, you know... But not don't let him. That sounds like a command to me. Sounds like grandpa we, stuff. Who who talks like that? Sealand, may I suggest that Jackson not nobody speaks that way. I'm talking how people so Sealand, Jackson shouldn't be going. That's how people talk. And this is the advice that I have to give. You can give up advice too. Unless Sealand says he doesn't want any advice for parenting, then I'll stop. I know exactly how people talk. I went to grocery store, got big <laughs> tomato. <laughs> that was a quick turnaround. <laughs> I'm saying all this stuff. I'm, I'm doling out parenting uh, advice, and all C Lane is waiting for is a line that works so he can segue into me saying the thing. Got <laughs> big <laughs> tomato. That sounds like someone who didn't play online video games. Uh, I'm telling you, it's weird. It's a weird world, and it's full of super mean people. Everybody oh, yeah. who's doing that stuff. Awful, terrible people. Because uh, it's the whole thing, uh, the texting service used to kind of be like this until they paid more attention or, or, or have, have gone a, gotten a little privy to how texting uh, on your phone actually works, mm. You know, seeing as there's a caller ID in play here. But it, you know the uh, the online gaming where you can talk to each other, they they give these children like a sense of anonymity where mm-hmm. they think there's no consequences for what they say, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. there's a lot of racism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, maybe maybe not actual racism, but just they use the words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm. It makes me so worried for what the future looks like for a lot of these younger kids. Jackson. And, uh, well, Jackson included, sure, yeah. I, I want him to have a good life. I hope Sean's more worried about his future right now than I am. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, look, it's because he's probably got a couple of bones to pick with you on account of, uh, you know, waking him up in the middle of the night. Probably got a couple of bones loose after all that, all that shaking and jiving that the, uh, the, the, the bassinet's been doing. There was something that I saw yesterday where I said, I've completely lost hope in the future. I've completely lost hope in, in parenting out there. I'll tell you what happened uh, in just a moment. Wait till you hear this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. For every 10,000 new followers, everyone on Real Radio gets a new puppy. Can we get an assist? Real Radio 104. I think somebody is set to interview this Gypsy Rose Blanchard girl. And uh, I'm here for that because it's no surprise really to anybody who is following along closely with this case. But she has exited prison incredibly horny. She is But she got married. Uh, She is, and she's really excited about being with this husband of hers, and she's fighting off the haters because she says there's some people who are, like, hating on her husband and all the negative comments coming in about him. She just doesn't want it. She says, Ryan, don't listen to the haters. I love you, and you love me. Now do it in her voice. Rose Blanche, I can't do that voice. Very high. We do not owe anyone anything, she says. Our family is who matters. If you get likes and good comments, great. 
If you get hate, then whatever, because they don't matter. I love you, she said. The 32-year-old added, besides, they jealous because you're rocking my world every night. Hey. Yeah, I said it. The the D is fire. Oh, Happy wife, happy life, she said. And then she said, who said I give a damn about what these jealous people say anyway? Ha ha. Now come and get it, baby. So she's really, she's into it, man. I, mean, I don't know what's going on there. She was a horny gal yeah. around the time of the murder. Yeah, she was. And did, have you seen the clip of Dr. Phil and her? I think it was Dr. Phil and her where they were talking about when she had sex at the movie theater? Yes. Okay. At the movie theater. Yeah. For, for those of you who haven't seen this, was the bathroom uh, Gypsy movie. Rose Blanchard is this girl. Her mother uh, was doing the Manchowson by proxy thing where she was. She made her think that she couldn't walk. She made her think that she was constantly dying, that she had various problems. They actually had to, uh, they did surgeries on her for no reason whatsoever. So mother was a terrible person. And Gypsy Rose Blanchard had a boyfriend who was obsessed with her at the time. She convinced the boyfriend to kill her mother, stab her like 14 times or something when he killed her. 17. 17 times and he's in prison for life. She was just released after short of a decade and now she's exploding onto the scene and people are obsessed with this this case and this story in her life. And when she was originally interviewed about this, Dr. Phil interviewed her and they told a story that I guess came out in court where she and her boyfriend went with her mother to a movie and she said she had to go to the bathroom And her boyfriend said he was like going to get something at the concession stand. And they both went into the bathroom and they had sex with each other. But they weren't sitting by each other. That was the thing. Because mom couldn't find out that they had met online. Uh And then she was always with her mom. So she's like, I couldn't explain how we had known each other. So it was a kid's movie. And mom had specifically commented how it was creepy that guy was by himself with no kid with him. Yeah, and and they end up hooking up in this bathroom, and I go, okay, fine. Why is Dr. Phil asking her about this? And not just that he asked her about this, the way that he said it, he he would go, let me give you the, the line of questioning that Dr. Phil was doing. He said, so then you and him were both in the movie theater? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, then what happened? And she goes, well, I went into the restroom in the handicap stall, and then he met me in there. And then Dr. Phil goes, and then what happened? And so she goes, he, she says, like, you know, well, we had sex. And he goes, all right, walk me through it. And it's like, hold on, wait. At what point are you like, why? What does this matter to this story? Dr. To Phil, this? where are your hands currently? <laughs> yeah, like, what did, what did you do with your mouth? What did you do with your hand? Like, what are you doing? What are these questions that you're asking? It seems a little bit much, but Gypsy Rose Blanchard is out and on the loose right now and uh, not dying anymore. That's the best part about it for her. No, so there she's she living. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's living and getting that D and um, and it's fire or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever she said to defend her Did man. Did you see all the people were getting uh, tipsy for Gypsy? No, what's that? It was like New Year's Eve. Like their uh-huh. goal and their hashtags were getting tipsy for Gypsy, and I was getting blacked out drunk because she was released from prison. Well, what does she do now? Because she's famous, right? She like, has a Lifetime movie coming out and a book. A book is going to make her some money. That's a good one. A book she, is going to do well. And she shows up on Cameo. Yeah, she should do that. Yeah, if she hasn't done that already, she should do that because she would get a lot of money off of that if she was doing cameo. Do you think this is something 
that they would option her book and make a movie out of, or is it too dark for that? Um, I mean, that would be after the Lifetime movie and the series that came out about her. Remember the act? Oh, yeah. The Hulu yeah. show. So maybe it's, it's too oversaturated. It's like when they did so. the 9-11 movie and you go, hey, we, like, we all went through this. We they understand did that in like 2002, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was way too yeah. soon. Flight 93 was like yeah. 2003. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and nobody was really into it no. because the timing just didn't make sense. A new type of lipper. Uh, lipper. Hey. Excuse me. Let me rewind back. <laughs> A new type of liquor has just dropped. That doesn't happen very often, but it has now. Uh, somebody has found out how to create a new type of lip liquor from maple sap, uh, and they're calling it Ambrosia. That's Ooh, cool. the name of this. Like my last name. Not a great name. Okay. A family-run <laughs> Well, very wow. split on the names there at HQ. One, one fan, one non-fan. A family-run distillery in West Virginia has revealed it has created a new type of liquor out of maple sap. Corny name. Man Cave Distilling Ew. outside Clarksburg came up with the idea after a chance conversation with delegates from Spruce Knob Maple at a trade fair. So they were talking back and forth about this. It's, I mean, it, the, the name uh, sounds like something that somebody brings to Thanksgiving and nobody eats. The Ambrosia? Uh -huh. You haven't touched the ambrosia at all? No. Maybe uh, some people like to touch the ambrosia. It sounds like it could be good, though. It's alcohol made from maple sap. That it could be good. very sweet off the bat. It's but maybe 100 and, 110 proof. That's in line with like most alcohols, right? I would say. That's, that's uh, pretty high. Hefty. It's yeah. pretty high. It's pretty okay. fire with that. 110 proof. So they say it's one of these things that you're kind of asking, why wasn't this done before? I wanted to try to make a product from maple sap. Not the maple syrup, but the actual sap from the tree. It's unrefined sap. It's a very interesting flavor, they said. And this is the first new liquor to hit the shelves in a very long time. You have all these different brands and like, you know, tequila. So Rock has a new tequila. Everybody has all, all their tequilas. Uh, what's the hipster tequila that's going around now? I forgot. Damn it, man. Like it's new? Uh, yeah, like all the young hipsters are drinking this new tequila uh, they're they're all burning their mouths on it. Uh, yeah, and it's good. Espelon? It's, no, it's not it Espelon. It I I love Espelon. I'm a big fan. I had not even heard of this stuff until I think I heard Josh talk about it. And uh, whatever whatever it is, it's it's very very good. But um, this is a new type of liquor, not a new brand, not a new like company that's making the same old thing. Nobody uh, had done this. The smoky, right? It's uh, it's got that smoky. Talk about mezcal. Mezcal? Is it that? No, 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 no. I'm talking about. It's a brand. It's a brand of tequila that's out right now that all the younger people are drinking. Young is it eight one eight? It's. I think it might be numbers. Is it the actually. what? Is it the like the bottle you can't see through and you can use it as a like a bong later? No, the fancy one. I know what you're talking about. That thing's cool. Those are very expensive, though. It's the one Josh drinks, Sila, and the kind of tequila that he, he drinks. I think there's a number. Robot tequila. <laughs> it's not <laughs> robo tequila. I forgot what it is. Lalo, that's it. Thank you. I was banned for a joke. Lalo is the one that all, all the younger folks are drinking right now. But Ambrosia may be right behind it if they get their way. They got to create a category for this so it can be marketed. Right now, they're kind of in this in-between land, and we'll see if they're able to pull that off and make some money with a brand new liquor. When we come back, friends, we're going to do the final dispatches. Stories that didn't make the cut, and today I learned to wrap everything up for a Wednesday. That is all coming up next on the News Junkie.
Real Radio is Real Music Weekends. Final dispatches. Stories that didn't make the cut. And today we're going to wrap everything up for a Wednesday. You guys been following what's been happening with this band, Sublime? What's happening with them? Yeah, yeah. main guy died. No, no, no. It's beyond that. It's that, his son now, right? Yeah. It, they did that Sublime with Rome thing for a very long time. They were just waiting for him to grow up. I swear to God, Fritz, I think you're right. And it sounds because just like them. All of a sudden, a couple of months ago, they started to do some shows with Bradley Noel, his son. His they son got rid is of now. Rome? Uh, well, they started to play with his son, and he can sing like him, close to like him, and he looks a bit like him, and now he's old enough to do it. And so I see that video go viral, and like, oh, here's his son now singing with Weird. the band members from Sublime. And not a week or two later, the Rome guy was like, "Yep, I'm moving on to pursue some other career uh, wow. endeavors." And that I'm like, Rome Man. dude sounded just like him too, though. Badass he, guitarist too. And, and he was like the stand-in for mm-hmm. that band for all these years. And then the, his son gets old enough, and they go, "See you later, Rome. Get on out of here." And you're seeing Next. that with a lot of bands, but it also I feel like puts a lot of pressure on the children of musicians. It it's does. Like, well, they can do it. You better start practicing now, because as soon as you hit 18, you're going on tour, bud. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is some, like, band nepotism, music nepotism going on. So he, he, just because his dad was a lead singer, now he's going to be the lead singer of Sublime. Then you have, isn't Van Halen, don't they have one of the yeah. sons is who like plays the drums or something? Uh, Wolfgang is the guitarist. Wolfgang. The and guitarist he's, he's for really Van Halen. good, too. Yeah. And well, then uh, uh, Phil Collins' they, they, son is drumming for him. They can be good. It, this does not take away from them being good. Could be that Bradley Noel's son is a good singer now for uh, Sublime. Could be that uh, Wolfgang is a great guitar player. Could be that all these other people are, are excellent. But they would not have had that job if they weren't related to somebody who was in the band. Right. That's why they ended up well, getting Why did gig. Rome get the job? I never understood where he came from. I don't know. They must have known him, and somehow that popped out, and they're like, we're going to keep the band going. But Sublime didn't really hit, like, mainstream popularity until after his death. Yeah. Yes, he was dead before the uh, what what I got and some of those other like Santeria and all those songs took off. Now, they weren't nobody. They were still on Warp Tour, and they were, like, kind of starting to make themselves be known out there. But then Bradley died. I mean, at the time he died, we could probably afford him for just okay. <laughs> probably true. That's probably true. Now with the son as a replacement, I don't know. I mean, we tried to book. Well, let's it, get Rome. Is there <laughs> is there some nepotism? <laughs> Rome is our perfect Rome's got right some now. time. <laughs> Rome, come on over here, baby. Uh, we got a date. We said it earlier. Savvy's uh, little helpers with Rome. Let's go. S- Saturday, March sixteenth uh, uh, is when this is going out. Just okay. Eight. Saturday, March sixteenth. Just okay. Eight. Who knows who's going to be performing at this, but. Um, when you have these, we do, well, we, we do, but, uh, when you have these bands like this and there's somebody who used to be, well, they were like related to somebody and they ended up there. I don't know if that's a newer thing. I don't know if that's been going on forever or, uh, it just seems like it's happening a lot right now because they're all getting old AF. It's true. But what was, I was going to say, um, when we tried to book blind melon, isn't blind melon the same kind of situation? Like. Somebody's kid is in their band now? I don't know who's singing for them. Uh, I think only one of the members was actually in the original Blind Melon, from yeah. what I understood. Oh, and the guy who would know just walked out of the room. He had a, a just, call. Yeah. Sublime. Uh, 
That's fine. He actually <laughs> that's Blind Melon on the phone asking him to come. <laughs> Go play with us. Why not? All right. A uh, couple of things to note. This has been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So grain assault this. But there's a suggestion that the first of 150 names connected to the Jeffrey Epstein case is expected to be unsealed today. Oh, my gosh. Are we going to, like, drag this out like like the Oscars? Yep. Yep. That's what they're doing, I guess. There is a woman named Jane Doe 107. That's obviously not her real name. That was my screen name growing up. That's not a good screen name to have right now. (laughs) Jane Doe 107. Is her name, and she is the one who's fighting the release of these names. She says, and you could speculate with this if you want, she says the release of these names puts her in immediate danger. Um, uh, and I would say, well, if she's accusing these people and now they have, it, her name would be released as part of it, and now they know who Jane Doe, who was a minor, I believe, at the time. Um, that's just kind of uh, wait. The list the includes the people like the women who were some of the accusers. Oh. Yeah, Jane Doe one hundred and seven is her name. She's on the the list, and they were trying to figure out, um, you know who who she is and who. But she was really, really trying to shut down the release of this. I mean, so I'm sure you're... that there's a lot of powerful people that are going to be named. Oh yeah, and yeah, there's well, zero doubt that these are going to be names of powerful, wealthy, connected people. Because they're hanging out with incredibly wealthy, powerful people. I don't know. I think a lot of the names are going to be names we don't actually know. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think they'll be like yeah, wealthy people. We didn't know who Epstein was until all this stuff started coming to light. But mm. it, before that, he was still rich. He yeah. was still really, really balls rich, and he still showed up to the the courthouse and like a couple you know closed door conversations later, and he's. Walking out, and everybody's like, "What the hell just happened?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, he's filthy, filthy, filthy rich." Yeah. Isn't he rich because of the island? No, 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 no. He no, was a financier. Island, he has the island. He had the island because he was rich. Yeah, he was in the world of finance, and he made a whole lot of money working for some of these huge firms. Yeah, my my point being was that we didn't know who he was when uh, until he was a, this huge criminal. Which means there's hundreds of Jeffrey Epstein's, maybe not. Criminally, criminal wise, but finance wise, that, mm-hmm. that are just under the radar. Yeah, I totally agree with that, but that's not how this is going to play out when the names are released. The interesting thing to watch politically, I think that's be, not how anybody wants it to play out. That's the problem. I well, think people look, look, are ready. They got, they got their they got their hands rubbing together. They're like, "Give me the names. Let's hear it." Well, they're going to see Bill Clinton, and they're going to go, "Oh my God, we told you, Bill Clinton was on the Lolita Express." And they're going to say this, but what happens if Trump's name is in there too? Then we told it, you don't oh, have a picture no, together. I, yeah, they were just friends. You know, they were just buddies. It seems like that would pull the wind out of the sails a little bit if you couldn't say your guy. You know, the guy on your team was involved in this, was on the Epstein list, but my guy wasn't. So, with both sides, these stupid ass teams that we have, if both of them get hit with flack here, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is the first of the 150 names connected to this are allegedly. Supposed to be released today. Will it happen? We shall see. Uh, all right. Couple things to hit as we wrap up the show. We'll go around the horn here. Number one, as we said earlier, March 16th, lock down the date for just okay eight. You're going to hear more about that as time goes on. Uh, number two, please check out the website. Go to the newsjunkie.com. RIP the app. We're going to sunset that over the next couple of years. Somebody texted Fatality. me or, uh, or emailed me earlier. 
and said, hey, I'm a Secret Show subscriber on uh, the iPhone app. Should I cancel that because my subscription is coming up and go over on the website? Yes, go to thenewsjunkie.com and subscribe there. And all the things that you could do on the app and so many more you could do on the website. So go check all of that out at thenewsjunkie.com. Uh, what do you have going on, Sabrina? Anything that oh, we need to note? Crazy stuff happening, but I can't talk about it right now. Uh, the only way to really find out is follow me on Instagram at Sabrina Amber on TikTok at Sabby Catcat. And then I also like not, not a lot going on. Okay, but I that's practice fine. with uh, Jeff today. Yeah, we're going to go no, practice. Uh, more than that is where can people see more of you? Oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, over on the social platforms, they can. Celine, what about you? Where can people find oh, you? Oh, Clean86 on Instagram, which is uh, where a lot of the baby pictures and, <laughs> and uh, short little videos end up. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, yeah, you just follow me there, and uh, we'll, we'll be friends. How about you, Fritz? Where can people find more of you? Uh, Instagram uh, at no underscore regrets underscore coyote. And then uh, I'm also learning how to play violin now, Sean. Oh, yeah. are you really? He's yeah. a fiddler. Very slowly. <laughs> you never cease to amaze me. How many instruments can you play, Fritz? Uh, 16. Man. Uh, a lot of that's... them are, you know, like organ, piano, you know, because you, you got to play them a little differently. Well, one thing that's kind of fun is if you learn the guitar, you can technically say that you could play a whole bunch of instruments that have strings on them. That's yeah. true. Because you can make, like, you're like, I can play, uh, what's the... What's the twelve string guitar called? Twelve string 12 guitar. String guitar. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the name they landed on? Yep. So you could say I could play the guitar or the twelve string guitar. It or is the a bass little different. Guitar. It's a, it you know, uh, it hurts your fingers. Yeah, it is. It kinda, does. It, it is way different. Yeah, there's a Wait, lot. Of it that. hurts your fingers. I would For think me, so. It does. I, yeah, I, I, I thought. On one? I thought learning to play guitar. I played twelve string first. And then I went to six. That's and probably I, why you're so good. And uh, the, with the 12, I, I felt like it uh, was easier on my fingers because it was two strings dividing the, the pressure, yeah. not just one. I, st I started uh, just on one string. I played that Deep Purple song <laughs> mm -hmm. over and over yeah. again. You were almost in the presidency of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Almost. <laughs> so just a couple strings short she of that one. one more string. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final dispatch is from the Saltpeter. You just made it through, Saltpeter. With the Epstein thing and who was on the island, it really matters on if they were there after he was already accused and found guilty mm -hmm. of sex trafficking. Yeah. Before wiggle, wiggle. and after. The timeline's going to matter, though nobody will really care. They're just trying to score points. Let's do the stories that didn't make the cut. Brought to you by Nation's Trucks. Love our friends over there. Go get the truck of your dreams on the digital lot or the physical lot. Start over at uh, nationstrucks.com. And if it's a work truck, a lifted truck, they got it for you. Nationstrucks.com. All right, let's see what we have here. An mRNA cancer vaccine is working in trials even better than they expected it to. Good. This is mRNA4157, showing promising results I in preventing... vaccinated. Preventing melanoma recurrence and reducing the risk of death. This is for sun cancer or skin cancer, obviously. Uh, and they're working on a bunch of these other ones. You'll have to decide if you want to go the cancer vaccine route or if you think uh, vaccines are all bad now and you're not with it, but seems like an interesting development. A study says smoking permanently shrinks your brain, driving up your dementia uh -oh. risk. So looks like I can't reverse that. So, a tiny brain is already where it is. But How they match your tiny eyes. 
they said researchers at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis found smoking causes the brain to shrink and stopping smoking does not restore it to its original size. So yeah. there you have it. You got some All room right. in there then. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> How dare you? Let's do Today I Learned. The following information may make you feel smarter, but will not actually increase your IQ. So don't get cocky. Now it's time for what we call Today I Learned. It is Today I Learned for a Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. Today I Learned sponsored by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away. Today I Learned this guy. Oh, Bob Marley. Bob Marley nice. is correct. Bob Marley has a lot of kids. They acknowledge on his website at least 11 of them, but there may be some more out there. In fact, he had three children at one point born within 30 days of each other. So that was, that was an active time. And nine months before, it was a very active time as well. A whole list on BobMarley.com of all the ones that he claims as his own. Today, I learned high levels of Neanderthal DNA is linked with lower risk of schizophrenia and psychotic symptoms. So, shouts out to my fellow Neanderthals out there when you do your DNA test. And it shows you got some of that. At least you got one upside of it in as much as you might have less likelihood to get schizophrenia. Today, I learned this lady right here. Pink is correct. Pink, the singer got her stage name due to her resemblance to Steve Buscemi's character, Mr. Pink in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, I guess wrong. <laughs> I didn't think that that was... I don't think they looked the same, but I guess yeah. uh, somebody thought they did. That was a vagina. Uh, today I learned dogs rotate before lying down. You might see dogs do this from time to time. They do that instinctually because turning in circles provides an opportunity to take one last look for potential predators and attacks before bedtime. Oh. I always thought it's, it was for high grassy areas like the, they could fan down the grass. This does not suggest that, c Lane. so uh, get your extra facts out of here, please. <laughs> this is different. It's inherited from... Let's get your extra facts out of here. Whoa. I'm doing the best I can. Today I learned this band right here. Bush. Bush is correct. Thank you, Fritz. Gwen Stefani covered, discovered her husband, Gavin Rossdale, this guy, was having an affair with their nanny. How did she find out? Well, explicit photos and messages popped up on the family iPad. He had accidentally signed into his iCloud account, and that's how the affair was discovered. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. Hey, Fritz, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. There he goes. And you can join us again, same time, same place. If you missed any of the show, go get the podcast at thenewsjunkie.com. We'll see you later, everybody. All the cool kids are doing it, and you want to be like the cool kids, don't you? Well, don't you? The Talkback feature on the...